Hello and welcome to another episode of the old Dropped Frames. Hey, Co, we haven't done this in a while. What episode are we on? 269? I think that's close. I think I think we're either in the high 260s or low 270s. I'm not 100%. I'll look that up. I, I was expecting a joke answer, but now I have to know the real one. Uh, while I'm doing that, <laughs> Mr. Dan's Gaming, can you tell us what the S stands for in your name? It is a possessive of my gaming. I am gaming. Dan's gaming. Wait, what? Are you telling me all this time, the the 10 years or so that I've known you, mm-hmm. that you it's own just, gaming? Where's the apostrophe? Yes. Yeah. I don't I'm see getting apostrophe. royalties of every time anyone games, I get a penny. Oh, so. my. More importantly, where's God. the underscore? Right, see? You get one. They didn't give him one of those. He didn't, he didn't get yeah. the deal. How do I see what episode Drop Frames is on? Uh, 276. We're off. You were off by seven. I guess we Not celebrated our 275th show. Uh, is that a thing? Do we get... What medal do we get for that? I there's uh, I faxed you flowers. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. What'd you fax Zeke? A butt. <laughs> it was a- like you cut <laughs> someone's butt off and you... <laughs> Just a butt. That's it. Oh. Okay. Big old if butt. That's, if that's your butt, go, may I say, bravo. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, 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 heard the, I heard he's got a cut on only Dan's, and uh, he's going to open up a new <laughs> a new uh, account over there a little bit later. Anyways. <laughs> I just I just pictured that, uh, a, a lewd site with just people named Dan on it. Yeah. And I was going through Dan's, like, famous Dan's, like, Dan Rather, <laughs> like she looked at him like, I don't know if I. I mean, I'm sure there would be a few of them that I'd like to look at. Yes, probably. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no. oh Danny DeVito. <laughs> I, I think, I think, yeah, I think yes. One set of curiosity. Yeah, one set of curiosity. I mean, what like, what are we talking? Well, we kind about? of already saw it. If you, if you were always Sunny fan, you, you saw him come out of the couch that one episode. That's right. So right. you got you kind of know what you're in for. Um, you're not, and wrong. it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. What about Daniel Craig? Yeah, I would, I would see some only Dan with Daniel Craig yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe, yeah. I think that's already happened. He's he's already on the site. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he did. He's, how old is he now? We can we can say stuff about him, right? Yeah, he's like thirty. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, 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 Harry he was in, yeah, yeah. He was in okay, a movie where they like stapled guns to his hands or some <laughs> shit. Edward gun hands. Yes, I mean, he was. I don't. I, Yes, he was. Yeah, That's I think accurate. he's good. Yes, he... I think he's good. Oh, Chad has found one, and and now this goof has run its course. Dan Aykroyd. That's it. Uh, please ban him from Only Dance. Dan is the CEO of Only Dance. I don't see yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Banned. Yeah, get him out of there. Get I, him out of there. I always thought it. I always thought the S did for Sebastian. Mm. You seem like a Sebastian to me. I don't. Daniel I don't know what Sebastian. to take from that. Dan, how do you feel about Sebastian? Are we dubbing uh, him his crab name now? Yes. Mermaid, so. Yeah. The, no, this is what the show is. We're just giving Dan uh, he's gonna change <clears throat> his entire about, thing. How do you feel about Samuel? What about <laughs> Sully? Like from Drake's Fortune. Um Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I like Sully. Could just do, That's a good one. We could add another apostrophe S, make it Dan's sexy gaming. Uh that could be good. Ooh. Dan's is yeah. Sexy's Dan's my Dan's middle name. Gaming. Sexy gaming. Sexy, it would be his middle name. Yeah, sexy case. gaming. Yeah. Not bad. When was the last time we had you on the show, Dan? Uh-huh. It's been a while. 
Oh, you, it was uh, when we were talking about Last of Us Two. It's been oh, a year, and I believe, yeah, yeah, that came out what last? No, that was last June ish, something like somewhere that. around that time. Yeah, yeah, it's time last moves a little blurry. bit. Time's all wonky. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. it's a little odd. It's a little weird. Uh, well, regardless, welcome back on the show. Uh, we hope everything's going well. You got a house? You're working on a house? That's exciting. Yeah. What? I'm I've, getting a getting a house built. Um, it's going to be my first house ever, and I just got a really good deal in a good place, and I'm very excited. What are your plans for the streamer room? Every streamer's got them. I've got some ideas that I can give you not to do. I, I'm sure Cove might <laughs> I, be able I'd to like do to the hear, same. <laughs> I would like to hear your not your not suggestions. Not or suggestions. What I not do? Yeah. Don't paint your room green. Yeah, that makes it look. Ugh. Don't do that. Uh, it works great when you first move in because you're like, my room's green. This is awesome. Doesn't last. Yeah. All right. It goes I was away thinking about quick. like moving away from green screen and doing like the background like everyone else is doing, like some it's fancy true. background. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I would also say, pro tip, build that before you get into the room. So you don't have to take everything off when they decide to build true. that and you paint the wall a different color like I have. Planning true. is everything apparently when you build a house who knew who could who could ever know this you know they don't teach you these things if only if only there was like a profession yeah that could assist or help with this process it's true it's true is there a cat oh okay <laughs> that was very weird dan has a very interesting new roommate <laughs> <laughs> she likes to walk in front of the camera when i'm, when I'm <laughs> I, that was great the position of the cat tail there was uh yes, not a big cat always right there <laughs> yeah. yeah uh dan what's the name what, what's the cat's name i don't uh, know tifa oh. tifa tifa from final fantasy mm-hmm. very good very good uh co any pro tips for a streamer room oh uh well soundproofing sounds good especially yeah. especially mm-hmm. if you plan on streaming at times where other people in the house may be loud or not want you to be loud very true yep. very smart um ethernet ports and power outlets everywhere very smart. That's pretty big as well. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure it's very well ventilated and mm-hmm. also thinking about light. Yep. So, you know, you don't necessarily want to put bay windows in a, in a room that you're always going to have the, the curtains drawn anyway, in most cases. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. And then outside of that, just like basic spacing stuff, you know, if you use a green screen, make sure you can walk around easily when it's down and, and things like that. And I'm in the process of doing that as well. I have a, a basement. Hopefully I'll be closing on my house in like a week or two. Fingers crossed. Uh, things are trucking along, and um, I'm going to be redoing a, a a floor actually for like streaming stuff. And I'm currently going back and forth with some designers and and how I'm going to get that done. And hopefully, hopefully, I'm factoring in everything. Uh, one super cool idea, by the way, I pinged Gathalian on Studio Building, and he had an awesome idea. Uh, magnetic baseboards is what he put in his place, where basically the baseboards of his of his room. Um, are very lightly held on by magnets and he can pull them down and there's gaps behind all the baseboards so you can easily put in and remove cables whenever you need to and then you just have like nice little holes wherever the cables need to come out uh super cool idea i hadn't heard of that before so uh goth by the way has a a, a very cool like custom built streaming area yeah Uh, and that was one of the many little little tips that he came up with so yeah great pretty great idea dude that is seriously like mind blowing right now. I, I'm just Smart. I'm picturing like <laughs> yeah all of the all the consoles and and 
and PCs and monitors I have, like all of them going into the baseboard, and then just like the whole floor is just Gone. clear of cord. Yeah. Wow. You just have one mother cord, essentially. Smart. Probably a bitch to set up though initially. I think oh, he, I, I'd yeah, imagine, but, yeah. I, I think he had to buy some like actual uh kind of like that cord that you bought, Co, for uh for VR when it came to the HDMI for signal strength or whatever. I think he had to buy a bunch of that in order to yeah. like wrap it around the, the entire room. But yeah, yeah I have a, a fifty foot USB and DVI cable, um, which are apparently those aren't really needed, so they like to just make them about as expensive as gold. Yeah. Um, which is fun. So uh but yeah, it actually works surprisingly. Like there's no latency or anything. But yeah. uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that Good. works in the new place. Are you both going to keep your VR room? Or or I guess, Dan? Co, are you going to keep a VR room? And Dan, are you going to have a VR room? I don't know if you currently have one. I will have an extra room that I will use for miscellaneous streams like that. Okay. All right. Uh, I, we're, I'm putting in a VR room. So okay. it's actually going to be a green screened room on the floor and walls. And uh, the idea is that I'm hoping this will work. It's going to be a completely open area for VR, and then the green screen will take out everything but me walking around in it. And then in the bottom left of the screen, there's going to be a wireframe of the room that I'm in, so people can kind of see the space that I'm walking around in, and it'll oh. just be me green screened against it, like walking around and doing things. So That's we'll see if it works cool. or if it looks super dumb. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the joys of doing something first. Might yep. not work out, but maybe it will. You never know. You never know. Could be both. Could be both. That's true. That's true. That's also an option. Anyways, uh, good luck to both of you in your, your house endeavors. Zeke, any, any pro tips? I, I see you looking around right now. Any pro tips for you? Uh, I guess you just moved into a house, so... But you, you oh, no, lived I've in been, this house, I've been here right? for a while. Yeah, I've been here for a year and a half. But you lived in but, it before uh, that, or no? This is all brand new to you. I, I forget. No, so, this is all brand new. Okay, like, this is... Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, fuck, any pro tips... I would, yeah, that's the, the, the one thing I was going to say was central air would be mm. good. Um, something that doesn't require a, uh, air conditioner to be in the window because, you know, I mean, it's the noise, the noise gates these days can do pretty magical shit, but like, I am a bigger, sweatier guy. So I like to have the air on like super cold and super high so central air like would be something that i would the thing that i would change yeah um because i like to i like to stream around 68 degrees 67 <laughs> somewhere in there sure like that's where mm -hmm. i like my streaming room to be but with all the all the pcs going at once it, like it i'm a 69 man up. myself mm -hmm. yeah 69 is the best temperature uh, really. it's a nice yeah. temperature it's a nice temperature to be at it's it's very nice yeah. Sure, it's not too hot for your your stream though. It it does me good on like it's not too hot, not too cold. It's just right on okay. for everyone. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's everyone not, gets it's, a little it's something nice. something. You're all yeah. you're warmed up is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Do they do basements in North Carolina? Is that a big deal there? Like in Saint in Saint Louis, basements are huge, and I, in terms of keeping the stream room cool, a basement is great at that. They can be like 100 degrees outside and we can barely run the AC and the room will still be like pretty cool for the most part. Yeah. I think my house is going to have a dual zone AC so Ooh. I can like have the upstairs freezing and whatever, whoever's downstairs is going to have a whatever temperature they want. Nice. Good. Smart. That's smart. 
Well, we'll keep. Oh, uh, and Tibelius, uh, Tibelius had a good a good comment from your chat there, JP. What's that? Good tip is to get a proper desk and don't modify a fucking curtain rod <laughs> as the third leg of your PC desk. Yes, that is a great <laughs> tip. Great I tip. mean, we've all we've all been there. That's that's great advice. Yeah, it happens. Um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah However, that fucking that fucking curtain rod is still holding up that other end of the fucking. I still haven't. I for, I've forgotten until people remind me. That I need to buy a proper leg for that. I can't believe you haven't leg. kicked it yet. That's what I'd be worried it's, about. It's, it's so far away. Uh-huh. Like, my desk is like the corner piece of, like, a longer table. Mm. It's like a buffet like a buffet table. If you put it in the corner, like a buffet table, would have it would have uh, leaves on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got the corner part because it has the cutout. It has, like, a semicircle cutout. So I can pull right in there and, and put my fat gut on the, on the desk. <laughs> uh but the 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 actual apex of the thing is like i can't even reach it with my foot gotcha just be careful we're all waiting we're all waiting for that that one moment when something happens and you kick the corner and it just goes to shit we all know it's gonna do it yeah Yeah, someone's gonna do it's gonna be it's gonna be me something it'll be me kind of hope like katie just comes in at one point just like sweep the leg just like right out you know <laughs> she's going like, to be raging on what are you doing giving her ideas someone's gonna clip that to her. <laughs> she's got like a boomerang or something and just like whips yeah. the room and clips <laughs> yeah, oh dude ties a piece of floss to it and then yes. leaves the room yep and then just like <laughs> waits waits for him to be raging at some point i'm sorry what are you doing that's, a, that's actually doing oh this. my god that's such that's, all right look it is a brilliant genius. It's the oh, best fuck. prank I've ever heard. We've actually would... passed April this year. I was going to say April 1st, but we're already in May. That's 100%. Oh, you, you get oh. some translucent, like, uh, fishing line. Fishing line. Yeah. You there put it, it on there. Middle of the stream. just supposed to keep fuck. going with this. Oh, my God. Thank that shit. We'll forget about it a year from now. So, so we we'll will. Think. It's true. Yeah. But, but Katie won't. Katie won't. She's, getting, <laughs> she's buying fishing line right now on, uh, <laughs> on the Amazon. <laughs> Babe, babe, if you're watching this, <laughs> just the, just no. <laughs> yeah, she's just gonna buy. Don't even. All of a sudden, you're gonna end up with a bunch of fishing gear, and she's gonna be really into the idea of fishing. <laughs> and she's never actually gonna go fishing. You're not gonna be sure. And there's just gonna be a rod sitting in the room. She'll just reel in a little bit more every single day. I never know. Babe, did you order fishing line for something? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm. This is for my decoupage. <laughs> okay. <sighs> well, we'll wait eagerly. We got a year for that. Maybe it'll happen. Yeah. Who's to say? You can only hope. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into the news. Uh, it's been an interesting week. Not too, too much uh, proper gaming news. We did have some stuff about uh, Jeff Keighley and the summer game uh, fest this morning. Uh, but Twitch uh, has, one, announced some stuff uh, earlier this week and also uh, done some things without telling anyone uh, to some other stuff. Um, and they kind of go hand-to-hand. Uh, in one way, I think one of the, the bits of news makes it so the first bit of news what they announced, which is essentially, hey, trust us, erodes that trust a little bit. Uh, so we can kind of talk about them at the same time because I think it's somewhat linked in that regard. Uh, but we'll introduce them first before we do that. So if anyone is uh, is not following along, 
the first thing that they, uh, or the only thing they announced uh, themselves was uh, a idea or the, the idea of local subscription pricing. Um, and we can get kind of into the weeds in this, or we don't have to uh, when it comes down to it. Um, it's really where you guys want to take the discussion. It's an interesting thing. Um, it's one of those things where like the short of it from my point of view, um, and I'm very interested to see what, what you guys think, cause we haven't talked about this at all, even in our own Slack, um, is it seems like a net win for users across the board, regardless of what happens. It seems like a net win for streamers. If what Twitch is saying is true. The unfortunate thing is the way that we could actually know what Twitch is saying is true. Hasn't been built into our analytics yet. And this quote coming soon. So we kind of just have to take their word for it moving along. Um, luckily it's a year process, uh, that they're willing to kind of support us in, uh, if it doesn't work out. So we'll really just have to see. Um, I'll just read the first paragraph of like, what's what they're talking about. Sure. Over the, over the next few months, we'll be adjusting the price. This is from the Twitch blog directly. Yep. Over the next few months, we'll be adjusting the price of subscriptions, existing subs, new paid subs, and gift subs in most countries to better align with their local cost of living. First up will be Mexico and Turkey on May 20th, 2021, which is tomorrow, uh, which are home to creators and viewers who have been passionate about this change for quite some time. Mexico and Turkey will be followed by most countries in Asia, Latin America, the Middle East, Africa, and Europe starting in Q3 2021. Uh, this gradual rollout will help the community adjust more smoothly to such an impactful change. We'll continue to update the, the community fuck? as we ready you more saw countries. The gone, right? I just did now. Oh. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel! This is important. Pay he disappeared. Attention. He disappeared. <laughs> he disappeared. I was in a void. Yeah. What happened? He was lost. He's back. Uh, let's see. Uh, we will continue. We'll continue to update the community as we ready more countries and regions for the price change rollout. Most important thing to take away here is that subscription prices, subscription prices in the vast majority of countries outside of the U.S. will be lowered. And then there's more. Yeah, it it goes on for quite some time because uh, they kind of do try to break everything down and and get as much information out there. Um. Essentially, uh, as it pertains to, I, I forget the like exchange rate for Mexico. I know the uh, Turkish lira is uh, the equivalent of a dollar twenty USD is what a subscription will cost um, over there. Uh, I think Mexico is. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not even gonna try to think what I think it is. It's not five dollars. It's much cheaper than uh, five dollars USD. I forget what the exchange rate is. Um, do they, they say in pesos how many it is? Uh, I want to say that they did, or at least it might be on their uh, their help article um, oh. or or chat. Was it? Yeah, I think it was forty eight pesos. Is that right? Which translates into two dollars and forty USD. I think forty eight pesos. Yeah, I think that's correct. Um, so with all that said, I think my immediate thing was like, oh, so people are just going to VPN and buy a cheaper sub. Doesn't actually work like that. You have to have a physical address when it comes to uh, anything that you're buying. So it's tied to that. So you can't really VPN and do that. Um, now you can set up a bank account in some of these other countries. Uh, if you really want to, it's a ton of fucking effort. You really want to uh, save that few bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a ton of effort. Uh, my mind immediately went to uh, this idea, which, which kind of plays into the Amaranth stuff. Um, the idea that streamers are always trying to edge out as much uh, as they can when it comes to running a business. If you match gifted subs, 
like me and Co do, it might actually behoove us to set up a Turkish bank account and gift subs from Turkey uh, so that we get the better percentage uh, when it comes to that. It's really fucked up if we were to do that, but I guarantee you some other streamer will 100% do that. I have a feeling that's the kind of thing, though, that if Twitch found out would be problematic. They might turn I, your ads I, off. In, in theory, yeah. In <laughs> in theory, well, it could go a lot further than that. They could. I mean, that, yeah. that, yeah, that would be incredibly disingenuous. Like, they could. They it is, could, yeah. Yeah, well, that would be something. It would. But I guarantee you someone will try it and we'll see what happens. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, now what would be, yeah, I could see that definitely being like weird, especially if like a streamer were to, were to say like, I am matching your gifted subs. And then in that case, then, then use like an alt account or have somebody in Turkey pay it. for them. Yeah. And then it's the kind of thing where, where they are matching a larger value sub with a lesser value sub, which is, yeah, that, that could be problematic. Yeah. Well, just the idea, I mean, to, to take it a step back one second, the idea that subs are now worth different things depending on where they're coming from in a lot of ways right yeah, so uh like i've been joking around when someone gifts subs and asking like all right well are those homegrown american subs or like what are we talking here <laughs> like, are these, oh god are these are these some turkish and subs so <laughs> it begins <laughs> well i mean that's gonna 100 percent be a thing <laughs> the novelty will, oh the novelty will wear off just like it did for prime subs like i Probably. i would talk shit to people who would prime sub to me about like oh I'm not good enough for you to spend money on. You're going to use your bonus <laughs> one that you already get in. And you get a, you know, a free sub. That's, I get, I get your, your fucking leftovers, huh? Okay, fine. I'll think, you know, that kind of shit, jokes. but it, it wears off. Yeah. That's all jokes though, because the value is the same, but like in this case, you're, you're basically like you are getting a less value sub potentially. You are actually berating somebody for supporting you less. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little bit different in that respect. Also, by doing something like that, I mean you immediately alienate the people that are from that country because it's like, what, like, what do you not want us to support you? Like, yeah. you know, I, I hope that's the kind of thing that viewers pay attention to and you know support the people that they that are putting out the right kind of vibes that they want in that situation. Yeah, they yeah. want to support. Indeed, Dan, what are your thoughts on all this? I think it'll be a net positive in the long run, but there's a, whenever there is a system where people can't abuse it, there is going to be abuse. And I assume that that will be minimal compared to the people that could never afford to subscribe in these countries that just don't make as much as some other countries. Like a, they, they have a lower uh, currency, lower salaries on average, and they would finally be able to afford a sub and be a part of the community when they never would have been able to in the first place. So I think long term, it'll be a net positive. Yeah. Could have said it better. Um, yeah. Yeah. Completely I, I, agree. Completely <laughs> agree. Like this is something that should have been from the beginning. Like this is one of those things where it's like, and, and it's weird because I, I say that and then people are like, why are you celebrating Twitch for doing something they should have done, you know, forever? And it's like, it's called positive reinforcement. Like, still this is a good it. step. They're still doing it. This <laughs> yeah. is a good step in the right direction. Like, and, and also, also let's, let's be real. You know, we, we on this show, I like to think really take a pretty fair view on Twitch most of the time. If we don't like what they're doing, we're very public about it. If we if they do something positive, I think it should be the opposite as well. So one big positive thing that I think really needs to be like given some credit is the fact that they're having like a year step down thing for partners and creators. They could have just turned this system off, shown us the results in our dashboard, and then that's it. They absolutely could have done that. But instead they are actually paying money out of their pocket to creators in a step-down process over a year to help try to alleviate some of the, the, the potential pain that's going to come with this, 
while on the flip side, theoretically and hopefully, giving the project time to actually amp up and get more people supporting since it will be more affordable. So as one goes down, hopefully there will be another thing going up. Yeah. So, you know, I think I've seen a lot of people kind of glance over that, but this is one of the few things where I think you kind of need to be like, thanks, Twitch. Like you, you didn't need to do this. And it's cool that you guys not only are doing it, but thought about like, how are you going to do it? Now, the big thing is here is we need to see what's going to happen if it doesn't work. So is it is it going to be the kind of thing where we're just going to see everyone's income go down over time and and this whole kind of big experiment isn't going to work and then you know in a year everyone's going to be making less yeah. or is it I mean it could be the opposite potentially maybe maybe this will encourage more people to sub and maybe we'll see people have you know greater benefits especially those that are regional to those areas which could be you know very positive for a lot of streamers so there also comes to some things to think about involving mid tier streamers and smaller streamers this could affect them a lot more um, particularly yeah. when you're talking about slashing like huge amounts of income or people that are, you know, like imagine streamers in Turkey um, that, you know, almost all of their subs are are from Turkey and paying these larger numbers. And all of a sudden, you know, boom, there goes a huge percentage of their of their profit. So it's it's a it's going to be a, a very large change. It's going to be it's a needed change and it is going to be better overall. But it's it's well, for the people paying for the subs. Um, but we're going to have to kind of see how Twitch navigates the potential unexpected aspects of it yep yeah and for like if you're a streamer your partner whatever you can look at your analytics and see where your revenue country-wise is coming from and for me personally and i'm sure a lot of other american uh canadian uk whatever streamers um my i i don't even have i'm looking at my list of of countries here and i don't have uh Mexico or Turkey on my list at all, as far as even like 1% of my viewership comes from there. Um, so it's only going to be a positive for me personally and other streamers that are in the same situation as me. Yeah. So I obviously am all for it. I'm just curious to see like anybody from Mexico or Turkey, like in the coming months going like, this is good or this is bad. But I'm, I'm thinking I said on my stream, I think if you can make it, if you can hang on through, like, maybe taking a, a deficit for a little bit, like, I think it's going to be better in the long run. I really, really do. Yeah. To, to... Most importantly, it's fair. <clears throat> that's that's the big thing. Well, it's fair like, to everyone. There, it's fair to yeah. everyone. Like, there, there are people who have, over the years, definitely told me, like, I would love to sub to you. I'm here every day, and I feel you're worth every penny. However, $5 for me is like three days of food. Well, sorry, the, it's, it's just where I live. Like, that's how it is where I live. I can't, I can't support you because I cannot afford to here. So making, giving those people the opportunity to pay something that's adjusted for where they live, like that's huge. And, yeah. and it's, and it's fair. For perspective, um, I think I saw that, I want to say it was in Brazil. Um, so Amazon Prime is adjusted already for this type of stuff. So in Brazil, Amazon Prime roughly cost uh, around $10 USD. A Twitch subscription cost $30 roughly in Brazil because it's not adjusted. So that kind of gives you some perspective on how ridiculous it is when this stuff gets super inflated. Wait a second, wait a second. If I live in Brazil and I sign up for Twitch Prime and then use my Prime sub on a streamer. Then it's just a Prime sub. You, it's still a but the streamer then gets five dollars. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so just the a five. Streamer stuff. is getting more money than the person in Brazil is paying for the service of Prime to gift that set. I guess, unless the information I saw was incorrect. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Are they going to keep it that way for all these other all these changes? Well, I think because the way Amazon Prime works is they don't auto renew because a vast percentage of Amazon Prime memberships never redeem their Twitch Prime sub or never know that it exists. So they're banking on people not remembering and not spending it. So they they like have more money coming in than there's paying out and they don't want people to auto renew or forget about or remember about it. So that's why they don't have auto renew right now. I think I got the I may have wrong. missed this. I thought I read over this and I and I thought I covered everything but I may have missed some stuff. Did they mention anything in here about Prime subs changing? Like are prime subs going to have this, this that new I, I do remember something about that. I think it might have been in their help article. Also, I think I got the currency wrong. I think it's thirty real, not thirty USD. Sorry. Cool. Which yeah, does roughly translate. Um every everybody gets one JP. One. <laughs> Look, currency, I'm not an accountant. All right. I play video games for a living. That's my that's my out here. Yeah, that's our disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Uh does it say let me go to their help article Mm-mm-mm-mm. on like if a prime sub is worth more, et cetera. Uh, and chat, if you already saw this answer, feel free to, uh, to let us know. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, what are you currently looking up, JP? To see if a prime sub from a country where it's already been adjusted from um like amazon prime is still worth five usd essentially or if it's going to be something different uh well speaking of speaking of that uh do you think they'll make the adjustment as far as sub points go and what sense uh, like like oh you think they'll use decimal places like if i get one I think it's still one Mexico, to one. I see what you're saying. One, but. Yeah, but one sub from Mexico is worth half of the uh, dollar value of a four ninety nine sub in America, right? So I'm wondering if it'll be like a point five towards your sub points. I Dude, that would literally be that would literally be telling like streamers like these people are worth more than these people. Like I don't <laughs> I don't think that they would do that. Yeah, um, uh, they do that with normal. tier two and three subs. Like those that's people are different. worth more. I mean, they They're are. To more. be fair, Me. they're worth more. To not only us, our hearts, but also the amount of love we give. But that's not what we're talking about right now. That's a different thing entirely. You can do a whole show on that. <laughs> well, no, no. But the, but the thing is, like, you get sub points, but I mean, you'd have to be keeping a pretty close eye, like, on your sub points immediately after someone subscribes to say, like. Oh, that person is from, you know, one of the lower price, lower sub price uh, places. Well, like JP mentioned earlier, I'm guessing when, when you go into your, your dashboard for those, for, for those that don't know how this works for when you go into your dashboard, um, it, it basically shows you like all sorts of different breakdowns. Uh, it can, it can show you breakdowns of, you know, regional stuff. It can show you breakdowns mm-hmm. of like what the types of subs. My guess is that the subs will probably put into categories like like reimbursement and uh, hopefully eventually we'll have some kind of place we can go where it's like you have this many subs of this value 
this many subs of this value. They may not even tell us who is who. In fact, I hope they don't. I hope it's a fully, completely closed system. We it, we don't need to know where these subs came from. Like we don't need to know yep. names or anything like that. Yep. None of that needs to be known. But it is important to know like how many of those subs because that's that's going to affect our bottom line. So it's well, one thing the, if you have a thousand subs and nine hundred of them are from Turkey as opposed to fifteen of them. Um, that's you what know, I'm like, saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like just make a, a standard dollar value per point because that's what I look at. <laughs> be like to see like the. Uh, uh estimate what i'm going to be making a month like i, I look at the sub points and go this is i can approximate yeah, exactly. what i'm going to be making yeah i'm guessing we'll get information like that in the future by the way i like hydromarine's <clears throat> comment here can you stop talking about the money and start entertaining us please that's fair that's fair <laughs> feedback um just as a quick note this is a show about streaming it is so, money's you know, not entertaining we, yeah we talk about streaming uh, well, it's not to it's not to him because it's not his money. Yeah, we need. Oh, understandably, right. Here's the thing. understandably, it's a lot more interesting when we when you talk about your own. Yeah. So you know that's that's true. Thank you for the feedback. We, Appreciate that. We're talking about math, so I understand why he's struggling. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan, I missed the quips. I missed them. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they've just uh, it's been a it's been a rough time without you here. Dan. And uh, a couple of different people mentioned uh, that the local the monetization or money localization or income, you know, whatever uh, technical term it's called uh, has done like positive things for like the gaming world, as far as like piracy and that kind of stuff. Well, steam, steam localized prices, yes like and taking no. the price down for certain places has cut down on, on the, that. I'm just saying what like, it's there's definitely been a couple of different people have said that it's definitely made games more affordable for folks on places like steam however it has yeah. given things like g2a a reason to exist um it also makes you think <laughs> like these uh, these apps that have a lot of cash i didn't even think about that can go and make an account now in another country and gift more subs uh and get more advertising for even cheaper on some of these bigger platforms uh streams not platforms i should say uh, <laughs> so you no know, i didn't even think about like it cuts down, sure, in the country that it's in, but like people go to that country and buy the cheap stuff and sell it somewhere else. That's what G2A up. is. Yeah. I know that. And yeah. that's <laughs> like, I didn't even twig to that. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, wait, twig on that berry? Help me. Twig too. Gone. <laughs> to go back to twig. what I was originally searching for. Twig and berries? <clears throat> it's, a, it's a colloquialism from UK. I don't know. It, it, twig means you like get the idea. Never mind. Move on. Let's move on. Forget me. Uh, to go back to what we were talking about in terms I of buying we're making something up. I was just going to go with it. Like, sure, Zeke's making up things again. Let's go with it. <laughs> they That's super uh, shiny, bro. They explicitly yeah. state uh, how does lo under the how does local subscription pricing impact creators uh, section. This revenue adjustment applies to both paid and Prime subscriptions. So it is adjusted for Prime subscriptions per the oh. country that they are subscribing from, per probably where the Amazon Prime account is uh in terms of interesting what is paid for where it's paid for interesting yes okay account wise so yes it, it will adjust that that's honestly kind of a, a a bigger deal because i know that there's a lot of people that that don't sub in their countries because it's so expensive for the usd and then they say no but it's okay like because i'm basically I'm, I'm able to use a twitch prime sub on you and it's like i'm assuming that that was then counting as five usd before because all prime subs have consistent value and that's going to change so I wonder, I wonder if that's kind of the gotcha in this situation, because that could mean that could mean a, a lot of 
a lot of different things potentially i could it's a one-line thing that could be very very expensive well, i mean here, here's the the whole reason that i think this thing exists is for that very reason i think amazon amazon saw what was happening with the idea of a prime gaming sub and the fact that that prime gaming sub was actually most likely losing them money uh, and this is a way yeah. to even the field and make it so they don't lose as much money uh, uh, when it comes to Brad this. My Tatcha said, all of this is happening most likely because Amazon was losing money on Twitch Prime. Yep. That's that's the culprit, yeah. most likely. Interesting. Um, there you go. Which, if if that is the case, it's uh, like good on Twitch for kind of making this out of shit. <laughs> like, for, for being told like, hey, we got to change this shit. Uh, and then going this route and, and trying to be creator first in a lot of ways. Um, that well. is, if, of course, everything works out. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's, yeah. Let's see, how, let's see how it shakes out. Yeah. I have a feeling overall, yeah, this is, there's no question overall this is going to save Twitch a lot more money. Um, and unless a, a rather large amount of more people start subbing, which could happen, could happen. Uh, most likely creators are going to be eating it. It does, it does, although, again, that one-year thing is really going to help alleviate this. I think whoever came up with that's a good idea. Uh, you know, that that's a really good idea. Um, although it could just be kind of a, a deadening the wound kind of thing. Um, yeah. Like, they know it's going to be pretty bad, so they're trying to, like, make it as least of a big deal as possible. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I, they did say that they ran tests and, and all that stuff, that it, it did seem to show that more subs were generated because of this change on the channel's that they, I guess, tested this on, uh, in their, in their blog post. I specifically remember them saying that, uh, I will, I will double check to confirm cause I see the confusion on Ko's face. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily confusion. It's just like more of a, how could they really test that effectively? Like that's yeah, sure. Now good on paper, but, um, um, yeah, so we'll see. It's it's we got we have to see, uh, right? It's the it's the type of thing where you got to take them on their good faith. Uh, and well, the idea of a good word, which I don't think, once we get into the next subject, maybe took a little bit of a blow yesterday. Uh, <laughs> but what were we gonna say, Zeke? Well, I'm I was gonna say like I have a little insight into the inner workings of Twitch, and uh, what people might not know is that the Twitch watching habits of humans almost mirror that of the ringtail lemur. So they Oof. take the ringtail lemurs, like 50 of them, and put them in a room and mm -hmm. see which ones subscribe at what times to what type of streamers. And it's a it's almost one-to-one. -one. It's really, it's eerily close, so. <clears throat> He's not kidding, I saw that documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, dead silence. That's how yeah. you know a joke landed. <laughs> well, no, dead we're, fucking we're, we were playing the straight man to the straight man. That's how that worked. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. I think that was more of a between a between two ferns alley oop and assist there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was a cricket writing a tumbleweed. Um <laughs> uh, I'm I'm trying to find so it says we're confident lower sub prices will boost creator growth and revenue in the long term, but we also know we had to minimize potential dips in creator revenue during this early adjustment period. Uh and then they go on to explain how the program works. So maybe that maybe I read that line as oh they clearly did testing but they actually didn't say that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think the general gist is though we'll have to see what happens over the next year. Um, I think another interesting thing that this does change is for the streamers that 
uh, are very public about um, the amount of subs that they have, you can no longer just do quick napkin math and say, oh, they make that much from sub revenue, most likely. Now it's like, I don't fucking know what, I mean, There's this could be the cap that they could make, mm-hmm. most likely, but it might be a lot less than that. It might be a lot more than that. I don't fucking know. Um, so it, it kind of uh, changes that uh, aspect of Twitch when it comes to uh, viewers knowing how much or the, the amount that a sub uh, is generating for each streamer. An interesting thing. All that said, uh, this rolled out on the 17th on Monday. And yesterday, uh, there was some news that came out of Amaranth, who, uh, if you don't know, uh, is one of the uh, the bigger streamers on the platform and also one of the, I guess, more... more what was that? More controversial. Yeah, more notorious than controversial, whichever word you want to throw in there, uh, because of the content on her stream. But uh, irregardless, which is a word, by the way, my chat made fun of me, and I'm going to double down on it. Irregardless. <laughs> It's a word. <laughs> it's a word. It's just a double negative sometimes. All you um, have to do is say something enough and it becomes a word, by the way. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> well, Miriam didn't Webster. I called my grandmother Miriam and she said uh, it's a word yesterday. So, <laughs> irregardless. Uh, things a little bit. <laughs> she uh, tweeted out yesterday that it was uh, that she discovered by looking through her analytics that uh, ad revenue had been somehow disabled um there was also a clip of her speaking to um asmongold where she went to her partner manager and essentially they were both uh dumbfounded in the idea of it just not showing up in her analytics with any ad revenue where it was uh very uh much so showing up in the months prior um i don't think she was given a reason at the time it goes on to uh talk about it in the tweets BBC has picked it up. Granted, doesn't mean too much, but it's definitely making the rounds in the news circle uh, worldwide. Um, and the big reason for all of this is the fact that there was zero communication to her that ads were turned off. She stumbled, stumbled upon this information herself and then went to Twitch. That's not how it should be. Um, I think that's the big uh, you know, alarm going off for streamers everywhere is the idea that Twitch just flat out turned ads, didn't talk to a creator, who knows if they had any plans to share with the creator that they had turned it off. Um, and really makes you wonder that uh, if that's true, I don't know how many streamers are actively looking at their analytics and actively looking at their ad revenue to see if it's been turned off or not. I know I wouldn't check mine yesterday. I'm sure a bunch of people did after that. Um, Cause if they're just turning it off for no reason, it's kind of scary. Um, Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it did the exact thing. I was like, what? Shit. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, don't have, like, I, I use questionable language, and but it's all just words. Like, I don't do anything that's questionable, like, as far as on stream stuff, whether it's be sexual or violent or whatever. But I do say some, some poorly choiced words, I'm sure. So I had, I went and checked and was like, no, we're good. I'm good. We're good. Yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's a, a, a great way I look at it is like Dan had an emote that was removed. How do we know that they didn't turn off his ad revenue or won't in the future? Zeke and I say some pretty, uh, let's say, we, we're very verbose in our language. And Co does some of the most foul shit on Twitch. You know, like, I'm constantly how, promoting my OnlyFans. It's constant. It's constant. How do we know they're not just going to turn ads off uh, for any of us and not tell us? 
right? Well, here here's the here's the big thing. There's been uh, and I and I put up some tweets about this too. Um, it is completely unacceptable for account changes like that to be given, and they're not to be a why, a when it happened, a where do we go from here. Like the lack of communication is frankly appalling. And the thing that is so wild about this is it's like, you know, if, if you dig deep enough, and I've seen a lot of people be tweeting about this lately, it's like, oh, what's well, in your contract? If you do this, they can take your ad revenue and stuff like that. Well, that's cool. Okay, you need to put in contracts then how this, this communication needs to be there. Because like, first of all, like she, for instance, doesn't even know why the ads are pulled. Ads can be pulled for a variety of reasons. And from what we understand, she's the only hot tub streamer to have her ads pulled. So it's like, is everyone freaking out over the completely wrong thing? Like she doesn't even know she's claiming. So it's the kind of thing where Twitch has no public policy, which means that when she says things publicly, there's nothing, there's no, there's no way anyone can say anything different. Like, of course we can go, well, maybe she was told and we don't know. We can't do that because Twitch doesn't have a public policy saying we will for sure tell you when shit like this happens. Exactly. So it's this, it's this appalling, crazy situation where people's livelihoods are basically dictated by no guidelines and they, and there's nothing being done on Twitch's side to fix it. Um, so when I put up my tweet up, people are like, I can't believe you're, you know, you're defending this type of content on Twitch. I'm not. Yeah, what I'm defending is a streamer having this done to them without any yes. communication, without being told how to get it back, what's going on, when it happened. And the fact that she had to contact them to be told it, like, that is insanity. That is absolute insanity. Because that means that if she didn't check, then she would have sat there running ads as normal, making zero money. And all of that extra money would have just gone right to Twitch. Which is like it's basically like they're they're trying to cheat her. In a lot of ways, um, yeah. So yeah. It, it's it's again the whole situation is just appalling. And for the record, everything we're talking about has nothing to do with her content. Absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. This, this has zero connection to what she does. Yep. You'd be saying this about anyone on Twitch who is going through this situation. Well, um, and it doesn't. I I, I don't I, I've been trying not to interrupt you, so please finish your. Go thought. ahead. Go ahead, please. No, no, please. I, I was just I, going I'm to say. I, I was just going to say two things. One. As a pre as a pre prerequisite to what I'm about to say, if you think Amaranth is dumb, you're clearly not paying attention. That's the first mm. statement. Second statement: If she was told, "Hey, you need to stop doing this, or you're going to stop earning five digits a month from ad revenue," one hundred percent, she's going to say, "Okay, I will change my content so I yep. stop making, or, or so I can continue making five digits a month from ad revenue." Like that's a hundred percent. A change that would occur. However, here's the thing. she was not dictated oh, anything. So, and, and here's the thing that people need to remember: she is doing what she's doing because Twitch not only lets her, but Twitch publicly defended what she's doing on a Twitch-sanctioned show. Yeah. So, sure, make sure you're angry at the right people when this kind of stuff happens, because like people were saying, like, how could you be doing this to me? And I was going, look, my like, yeah, I don't like. Hot tub. I don't like over-sexualized content on Twitch at all. Hot tub streamers, any type of that stuff. I don't like sexualized content on Twitch. But it doesn't mean shadow ban their ad revenue. It means Twitch needs to stand up, make a full official statement on where they stand, how they're going to stop it, and how they're going to deal with it, and then give all the people who are doing this type of content a chance to change, because right now it falls under their guidelines. Yep. It's okay to do right now. So you can't get mad at the people doing it. It's, 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 what? you have to make sure that you're, that you're looking at the right thing here. 
what's extremely frustrating is how many times we've been here where Twitch does something without telling anyone and they say, well, we're going to fix it. I'm sorry, we didn't communicate. And they keep saying, well, we'll get better with communication. But it keeps happening again and again and again where they just don't tell us stuff before it happens. And again, as you guys have been saying, it has nothing to do with what she's doing. It's how Twitch handled it yeah. that we have the yeah. issue with. Yeah. Like, the fact that she's doing least... hot tub streams at all is how Twitch is handling it. Like it, it all comes back to like what Twitch wants on their platform, how they communicate those intentions, how they enforce them, and how they deal with it when they don't like it anymore, essentially. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do we know how I understand, long... like... Well, okay. Do we know how long uh, the ads were pulled before... Well, it wasn't that uh, ads it, were it was pulled. discovered that, 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 or excuse me, did we know how long it was, uh, the revenue was stopped uh, I, before they noticed? Like, cause, it, or uh, is it, was it day of? No, was I, it like, I, I think the date or? was like the 11th or 12th. I don't know the exact date that she cited or if she even talked about it. It was okay. not, it, it has been a, a couple of days essentially yeah by the way i'm, I'm gonna say i'm hearing two okay. different things on on one end i'm hearing people say it was off for a week but then on another end i'm hearing people say that she was not able to run ads at all i think she would have noticed like immediately if she couldn't run ads or maybe she was just clicking the button and nothing was happening and the timer was going up i don't know maybe you'd have to get more information on that because i don't know yeah yeah, yeah the, the... i have to trust like when i press the button i have to trust that ads are running I just right. press the th the three you have to you have button to. and just yeah. yeah. The, the fix is click ads. Ads are disabled on your channel. That's what should have just happened. don't have the buttons. Yeah. I mean, or, if you're if the, you're not if yeah. you're not an ad partner, then you just don't get the buttons in your dashboard. Like if you don't if you can't run ads, you, you shouldn't have the buttons. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Dan, you you were saying the, the, oh oh god I did. Uh, I was just saying um I understand like youtube just went through this where advertisers are like we don't want certain ads on certain things and then they have they at least communicated it with people ahead of time and said like we're gonna have to check and make sure your content doesn't do this this or this but twitch hasn't said anything about that to us at all like this could be a, a site-wide thing if like certain advertisers don't want any type of content political like um just people talking about politics could it be disabled like there's so many things that this could spread to that we need to know why it was disabled and what like criteria there is that to like prevent us from having to deal with that in the future totally some of the I and then it goes even and that just brings it back to the other like super unknown why is she the only one complaining about having her ads removed yes when there's so many other people on twitch that are doing this kind of thing like what the hell does that mean? <laughs> just yeah. it, could this be completely unrelated to the fact that she does hot tub streams? Is there like something else going on behind the scenes? We don't know, and and apparently she doesn't know because yeah. uh, she's being super public about this stuff and and being so confused. Well, and I think to even further Dan's point, the biggest creators on the platform are big because they are controversial or because they skirt the line or be like Co is probably the one vanilla streamer. And I use that in a positive term. So hopefully you don't take that negatively. The one vanilla streamer uh, that is as big as he is. Most of oh. the other people have done things in the past that has ended them in the hot seat one time or the other. Who's to say like... I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and throw out my boy Lyric here too because he's pretty steady course. Lyric, yes. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Okay. Yes, I, I agree. But outside of that, you're right. Outside there's that, always most, an exception to the rule. Most, yeah. most larger streamers on Twitch are, are very much there for being LSF or controversial or getting involved in the drama. Like, and you know, they, it, it's, it's MTV kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 So again, if, to, if they just turn off ads and don't tell people because an advertiser sees their content, 
who knows, right? Like who knows where this can go? Uh, they definitely all have something in place like YouTube now where you see a yellow uh, monetization sign next to the content you're creating, right? So I guess this is the solution at the moment. Um, and the other thing too is we, we don't, as Ko, I think, was saying, we don't know why they were turned off on her channel only. And and probably, unless Amaranth decides to discuss if she ever gets the information as to why, we might ever never know, right? It might be a doc disrespect situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, th those tweets were clearly written, uh, and I think it was even stated as such that she contacted lawyers uh, to help draft that uh, statement that she put on Twitter yesterday. Um, so if it's already of that level... I mean, they Twitch just got out of a lawsuit where they paid a creator money because the lawsuit deemed it as such because they owed him money because they didn't tell him they were taking it away, I think was ultimately the ruling in the Phantom Lord case. So like to follow this up uh, as an act or to follow that up with this act is a little concerning, I think, for a lot of people. Um, and doesn't, Not only that. doesn't set a legal precedent that's good. One of the biggest problems here is it's like this is totally... 100% fixable and avoidable. Like this stuff, this does not need to keep happening. Yeah. Yet we keep see it, we keep seeing it happening. Like all they need to do is get competent communication lines between their creators, the people making them money and the platform. And we will see these types of issues disappear. And it's been years that we've been seeing this stuff and they just refuse to do it. Now, we do we we know more than one person that this that this has happened to or or do we not? No, this is the first. You mean the the disappearing of ads? Yeah. This is right first now, public. as far as we know, yeah. it's the only public case right now is Amaranth. Okay. Okay. We do not know. Why. Um. Yeah. The re the reason why I I say that is just because like corroboration. That's all. I'm not saying she's. I'm not saying the Twitch wouldn't do it. I'm not saying that she's fibbing or whatever. I'm just saying like. I would well, like to see another case of corroboration, you know? I would hope oh, that Oh, well, I mean, if it comes out, well, five hot tub streamers all of a sudden say they lost their ads, that's that's it. Like, that's that's what we're... That'd be the, that'd be the obvious thing that's going on. Yeah. It, that, it's right. going to be so weird if none other do, though. That's where it's going to be like, what the hell is going on here? And that's where that communication is even more important because then it's like, Emirate really needs to know what happened there. Because um, <laughs> it's like, there obviously is something pretty important going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's so of are you story, like but. just for just so we can test it? Like, should I like should I test it and see if I can like maybe I'll do a hot tub stream and make my ass get pulled? Please do a yes. hot tub stream, please. Do yeah. I have to be do I have to be attracted? <laughs> well, for it to be for it to be looped. I, I mean, it helps. <laughs> I think from a viewership perspective, it helps. I don't know if, if they care Zeke, about the ads. If though. you get Katie to do your makeup, Ooh. I think we'd be okay. Oh <laughs> shit, that's a great idea, man. We could do like some some Little Mermaid cosplay. Mm -hmm. Got some shell, mm -hmm. the shell bra, the whole thing, man. I, got, I already got the the red wig from the time I was Mary Jane. True, perfect. True, and I'm down. I'm ready. And and as somebody in chat just said, you could call it air soup. That sounds amazing. Writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> You're picturing it. I know you are. 
all you are. <laughs> no, I'm 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 currently doing an Olympic uh, gymnastics routine on how to transition out of this in my brain. But it's not coming out of my mouth. Like I'm only I'm, I'm tumbling at the moment, still in the air. I'm still tucking, rolling, but I can't get out of this. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah that's that's what i ended up with so yeah uh we'll see what comes out of this <laughs> meanwhile dan is like i don't remember it being like that. <laughs> <laughs> things have changed this is this is a little different yeah. um, do i need a hot tub for the next stream <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah it's it's a little ridiculous. Um, I would assume this uh, story would probably have more to it by next week, or it might just completely that might be it, right? Like they might just if I'm it, Twitch, it maybe the kind of thing where Amaranth does get told why, and she's just like, "Oh, we're not going to talk about this anymore. All done." And right. then like nothing happens, and it just disappears. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say though, if you know, I see a lot of people saying like, if this wasn't true, if she didn't have her ads turned off, et cetera, et cetera. If I'm Twitch, then why don't I just say? Hey, we didn't turn ads off on your channel publicly. Like just a tweet. We didn't turn ads off on your channel. But again, the the the, Fair the idea of her doing something like this and it not being true, there's no real benefit to her. I agree. I agree. There's not there's 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 no there's no especially where where she, when she dudes, is where she is, there's no benefit. dudes on a talk show with multiple thousand people watching talking about her. I mean, that's an upside. I mean, she gets we're, like thirty thousand people yeah. staring at her a day. We're I small know. fries, yeah, dude. We're, we're small we're fries. fries. I know, I know. but yeah. every viewer helps. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're from uh, some of these other countries. <laughs> yeah. That's a segue. That's yeah. a great outro. Good there job, go. GP. There you go. You give yourself a star. Can you Thank give you. yourself a star, please? Uh, it would be a, a, a trophy. It, uh, can someone make one? I, what's the trophy? A Segway trophy? Does it just have a Segway that's golden? Yes, that's it's bronze? a gold Segway. Okay. Elu, make that. We'll put it on stream here in just a sec. <laughs> you need an animated Segway to go across the screen. Now, that's 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 an idea, man. JP riding right it? Yeah. That's an <laughs> idea. A little wave going on? Maybe yeah. that's what we have made when I can't get out of a, a topic easily. <laughs> I just push the button. The Segway transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next topic! He's holding the next topic, streamer. <laughs> Can you even still buy a Segway? Because I would buy one, record it behind a green screen for the actual Segway, then have me crash or something at the end. I don't know if you could still buy Segways, though. Like, I think most of most cities have, like, bought them all up as, uh, as things to rent in downtown. I don't know. It's all about scooters these days, man. Dude, scooters I, I, are, yeah. those are death machines. All about scooters. Yeah. Those are literal death Hoverboards? Machines. Yeah. Or you get a hoverboard. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah, I looked up gold, golden Segway, and I'm mostly coming up with golden hoverboards and and the and scooter ish kind of stuff. Mm. Can't believe I seriously can't believe no one's made a gold Segway ever. Hold on, I have to fact check. I'll, this I'll stick to my one wheel. I got to fact check this before I say this. Nope, this act. The creator of Segways passed away because he fell off of cliff while riding a Segway bullshit nope that's actually correct i we did not get one guide his name is jimmy hesselden he passed away on september 10th 2010 or sorry september 26 2010 at the age of 62 because he fell off a cliff while riding a segway it's okay dan i'm here you can laugh i'll, <laughs> laugh, I'll laugh with you i have so many emotions right now i don't like 
profile. Well, isn't that the way he would want to go, though? Don't you think? You think someone like threw a ramp in front of him or something that had an axe to grind? Or do you think he went off the called? deep end with his work? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn, the guy that created roundabouts died in a roundabout? No. No, that's not real. I think now we're getting one guide. Okay. That's happening. That's happening. Oh, see, now I have to check that. Hold on. <clears throat> you got to Google it. That's just it's the world we live in these days, you know? We'll wait. Oh, no. Is it real? Wait. Creator of the mini roundabout dies. But how? How did he die? This is important. Did it? It doesn't say. How you? It doesn't say. How are you going to not say that, that that's true? They removed it. Odds, by the way, his name was Black Rabbit. If this is false, get him. Get him. Uh, all three, all four channels. He's out. All of them. He's out. He's done, and not like, just on my channel. Or not just on Twitch. Yeah, I'll follow him to YouTube. <laughs> Doesn't say. Doesn't say, know, man. Okay. All the right. guy who invented jogging, Todd, while jogging. Okay. Now wait a second. Now we're getting one guy. I don't know if I now believe it's that. It's over. One. Now it's over. Let's move on to some other news. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what comes from this Amaranth story. Um, it's very likely. Oh, big roundabout covered it up. That's valid. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Could have happened. Could happen. Uh, what else is out there in the world of news? The summer game fest. Uh. They didn't. I didn't see any, at least a press release, uh, specifically stating this, but it is now presented by Prime Gaming. I guess big Amazon is now uh, behind the Summer Game Fest in one way or the other. Uh, they have announced a big event on June the 10th. Uh, your first look at what's next in video games is two days prior to the digital E3 event. Uh, this June, the video game industry unites to preview what's next, start, starting with a spectacular kickoff. Live show hosted by Jeff Keighley on Thursday, June 10th. Keep checking uh, back as events are added to the calendar. Uh, everything can be streamed for free. No badges needed. Um, I think he also came out and said that uh, Weezer will be at the opening event. Is this? These people came to see a show. Oh, this is their little preview trailer. Which, of course, I can't full screen. Who would want to do that? <laughs> Um, we should have done from the very start. but it's a thing it's happening uh they're probably gonna add some more stuff here um looks like the this is the first i've seen of ubisoft confirm their event on june the 12th uh or sorry ubisoft um there's the <laughs> steam next fest on june the 16th and july 22nd is the ea play live um of course e3 has a ton of things uh, planned these are all the partners uh with the summer game fest so far of course recognizable names Blizzard Activision, EA, Epic, Gearbox, Hi-Rez, Psyonix, Bandai Namco, Mediatonic, Riot, Sega, PlayStation, Prime Gaming, Square Enix, Steam, Tencent, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers, Wizards of the Coast, Xbox, there's a whole bunch. Raw Fury, Devolver Digital, they're all going to be there in some way. So uh, we'll be covering that. Uh, Dan, I'm sure you will as well. You're going to be restreaming all this yep. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, what? what is that? Two weeks from now, three weeks from now, it's coming up. The you can the the vacuum is is kicking into uh, overdrive now. Is there's going to be is less that and less news. The new Final Fantasy VII releases. That's the eleventh. The eleventh oh. is uh, Guilty Wait, Gear. I thought a, Guilty Gear and Final Fantasy VII are same day. 
And there's something else also on, I think, on that day. Unless that's June 10th. Oh, Final Fantasy is the 10th. It is the 10th. 11th is Guilty Gear. PSO2 New Genesis is the 11th. Ratchet, I think, is the 11th or 10th or something like that. It's all in the same couple of days. Because, of course, it is. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a crazy start to June in terms of game releases and also conferences. It'll be very, very, very busy. So look forward to that. Uh, what else? Kind of a, a drier week. Uh, like I said, the the vacuum is starting to happen where people are going to start saving stuff for uh, for all the E3 news. Um, there's a big Final Fantasy 14 event this past weekend. Oh, wow. Their fan fest. What's that come? A uh, bit of news just came out. Oh. Um, apparently, you can't email subs anymore, and Twitch sent out uh email to people who did this you're receiving this email because we noticed oh. that you've used the email my subs feature in the last 30 days we're upgrading this service with the moderation capabilities found on twitch to ensure the safety of our communities that's a direct oh yeah i think that's yeah. a direct thing to hey stop For spamming people, subs with your only, only fans, fans and yeah <laughs> and patreon yeah. and anything off site is probably the route they will go there oh man i've been missing out this whole time on oh, fuck you have been yeah damn it uh did they sorry say... didn't mean to cut you off there no JP. no no. did they say this is uh breaking news in a lot of ways uh was there like a blog post or is this just an email you got um it looks like that that email was sent to somebody that received it and it looks like it went to people that have used it for the last uh anyone who used it in the last 30 days as a user of this feature, we wanted to let you know that we'll be temporarily suspending this feature until we can complete these updates. We're always working to try to make Twitch a safer and better place for our creators and viewers and appreciate your patience as we do so. We hope to bring this feature back in a few months. We'll reach out again via email to inform you when the feature is up and running again. In the meantime, look for a user voice post to share your thoughts and feedback. So yeah, it looks you like know, it was just something that was sent to people who have used it in the last 30 days. Gotcha. What I immediately thought would be a good... Uh, Deter or not deterrent, but a good way to to eliminate people advertising off off site off Twitch stuff is since I've been playing Demon Souls, how they leave how you leave messages, like give them a template, like of shit they can they can say and words they can use to tell like tell you like what they want to say. Yeah, like you can only use these words to send out to your subscribers. Try tongue, butthole. <laughs> Big I'm chest ahead. <laughs> Big chest yep. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm somewhat ignorant in terms of other uses or other streamers that were using the uh, the only the only applications I've seen for people emailing it, at least that people have talked about is, of course, people emailing, hey, go visit this OnlyFans if you're a subscriber, et cetera. Which I could totally see why Twitch would be like, hey, stop this. Stop taking our business off site. Like this, you can't stop uh i get why now, they would do that for various amounts of reasons i have a question for you guys uh i don't personally i've never like it's been literally years many many years since i've received uh a subscriber email for channels i'm subscribed to do you guys get those mm -mm. like no. i don't, I don't know. know any that's what i'm saying really years. use that yeah that's what i was saying the only, only real thing i, I used randomly... before go ahead only when I get randomly gifted a sub to someone I've never heard of, and then I randomly get an email like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What were we going to say, Cole? 
Uh, I was going to say the only thing I really used it for was like years and years ago to like email out private server passwords and stuff, sure. you know, just like random little things you wanted to get out to the subs. But I mean, I haven't used it for six years, six plus years. Yeah, I know that uh, there are probably streamers that use it for like merch uh, announcements and whatnot when it comes to just, you know, sending as many messages as you can as to people that have already showed an interest in the stream and, and put money towards the stream. Uh, it's a good way to say, hey, here's some merch that you could also grab. Um, but yeah, I think if you put two and two together, it's very clear why Twitch would disable something like that, uh, ultimately. <laughs> Uh, it, it really makes you wonder if like someone has come in the background or the advertising stuff and been like, you know, I wonder if a big party has approached Twitch and been like, you need to do something about this or, or like we're taking our ads off the platform. Like this, this, like it needs to be addressed. And I wonder if they just thing. targeted, yeah, I wonder if they targeted her. They're like, we don't want ads on this person's channel anymore. You know, like you need I to stop running our ads on that channel. And like, that's just the beginning of the dominoes kind of thing. Am I could be someone that's like uh, between 13 and 17 getting like OnlyFan ads like through the Twitch subscription. That should that is probably like a legal issue for Twitch if that's happening. I could see that for sure. Mm, that's a good point too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say like in terms of advertisers, like am I off base in saying like it's not the 50s anymore? Most advertisers don't care what a teenage audience is gonna look at as long as they're looking at something that they're advertising on, right? Like. Am I wrong in saying that? I think there are, of course, brands that do care. There's always an exception to the rule, but I don't know. It seems like three of you don't care at all. Uh, well, no, no, no. I was, I was thinking about it. It's kind of like, okay, for instance, if you have like pornography websites, there are companies that say, I, we don't, we don't want our brand associated with that website. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're probably not going to see a Nike ad on Pornhub. Sure. Stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. if it ever gets to a point where a company feels like this site is getting too risky for us, this is becoming a con this is becoming content we don't want to associate our brand with. Um, that's that's what I would think. So the more prominent that kind of stuff becomes, the more of an issue that people make of it. If the right person at the right level in a company hears that that makes those types of decisions, they can just be like, yo, get us out of there. Yeah. Like we don't sure. want to be we don't want to be involved in that anymore. Sorry, I was giggling at your um business choice of nike just do it on pornhub i thought that was if anything i'm nike i'm going on pornhub and advertising <laughs> well then i mean no honestly it got me thinking Air. of like what would what would be like a, a a cool or not like an ad marriage made in heaven for like pornhub like i was thinking lays bet you can't eat just one um you know this, this uh, why Zeke's uh, taco bell fourth meal like like this is good shit, man. Beef I could be on Mad Men easy. <laughs> Big Beef advertises a lot on there. We got the meats. Yeah. We have the meats. What, what it, it, as someone who has Twitch Turbo, I was asking my chat this the other day. I'm curious if you guys McDonald's have seen... have it your way. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was saying if there's anything else uh, that's actually being advertised mm -hmm. on Twitch that like would want to get out of a situation like Co just mentioned. I have Twitch Turbo, so like what what ads are currently running in the ad pool that you guys know or that you guys know of it's mostly just video game companies right like i i've i've it's here's the thing it it depends on where you are it's region based and true. It, it's, yeah. it's not only region based but like somebody just brought up the really good point in chat um your hot tub streams are our daily tv here 
and, and I mean that's sure. right in oh, some yeah, parts yeah, of the yeah. world yeah, yeah. like you know like that kind of stuff is much more relaxed so the idea yeah. that they would have much more relaxed ads in those regions um you know I mean that that's something to consider as well it really depends on where you are uh, like I I've, I remember I don't know if they're still running but I remember for a while there were Trojan ads yeah um, chat's that, saying was, a lot that, that was a thing that was a thing for a while um so oh and tied about like abhorrent things there's also like raid shadow legend ads <laughs> the worst culprit ever <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, it seems like the story continues to evolve. Uh. At least when it comes to that stuff. I wonder if this is the the crackdown week. If this is like the first. If this is all leading up to Twitch putting a statement out about all of this in some way, or if it's just going to be more business as usual, where it's like we're going to do all this shit and you guys can put the story together yourself. All I have to say is when they release their statement. I hope they address what the what what they meant by that just chatting show they did with DJ Wheat. Because to be honest, like <laughs> DJ Wheat's a good dude. They really put him out there in front of everybody with I'm sure a pre-cooked message. And I, I would love to see them kind of be like, here's what we meant by that. We're gonna clarify that. Because like like he he kind of really stuck his neck out there for Twitch. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing where he 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 basically said, We allow what they're wearing. We don't allow sexual content, and if you think it's sexual content, report it. That's what they said. So when they come out with their statement, I feel like they just need to be really clear being, here's the deal. We are now saying this stuff is sexual content. You know what I mean? Not like to not to, not walk back what was said already. Just be like, this is what we said. We're sticking with it, and we're going to have a panel of people at Twitch that decide if things are sexual content or not. You get three strikes, and if you keep trying to be sexual on Twitch, we're kicking out the platform. Done. Wait, hold like, on. Like, you mean, make it black and white. Co, you're saying be clear, concise, and like actually put out a message? Come on now. Twitch doing this? Shit, you're right. What are, what are we talking about here, right? Like, what? I don't. I just. Nah. Nah. God, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Okay, what they should do is make some kind of council of streamers. <laughs> and we can. And we can. Go on. <laughs> no, not, no, I'm okay. on board. I'm on board. I really want to carry this joke further, but I don't feel like being canceled today, so I'm going to zip it. <laughs> no, I'm of course kidding, but that was not the perp. That was not the purpose of the council. But it, I, I will say that I, I, this is this is an opportunity for Twitch. As weird as it sounds, there there are a lot of eyes on Twitch right now. There's a lot of people that are going. They're sitting there waiting for twitch to say something like mm. everyone knows it's a problem everyone knows that sh that stuff is going wrong here go on like you're you're <laughs> on the stage now twitch you're in front of everybody how are you going to handle this situation and although it probably seems from their perspective like a pretty bad thing this is an opportunity for them to step up and actually do something that could like make things better and yeah. and you know like make things more black and white and, and establish some precedent and kind of right the ship in some ways. Um, it's, it's, you know, I feel like a broken record saying, I hope they take this opportunity, but I hope they take this opportunity <laughs> to, to, to uh, do something meaningful here. Yeah. Yeah. The stage really is definitely is, is truer as, as it has ever been as true as it has ever been. The stage has been set. For sure to like 
now's the time, right? It's that fucking we're waiting gif. Just ad nauseum. And it's for just... the love of God, don't sneakily in the dead of night without telling people that you're going to like start disabling ad revenue here and there. And maybe the public will get the message of what we might mean. Like, don't yeah. do this like back alley deal kind of thing <laughs> and make everyone just be like, what is going on? Like, that's the worst way to handle this. That is the worst way to handle this. The fact that we've had to have this conversation today during this time is is the worst way to be handling this. Get out in front of it. Don't let it control you. Control it. It's your platform, for God's sakes. Like, use this opportunity. Like, stand up and... I can't say man up anymore, but... <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, like, like take control of the situation and... And and make this yours instead of letting it just run rampant and and set everything on fire. Yeah, human up. That's right. There you go. Human it up. Yeah. Just do it. Oh oh, copyright. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, that's sorry. Not, uh, that copyright? Are you selling something right now? <clears throat> not really. Yeah. Okay, so you're so good. That's... You're good. Okay, okay. Yeah. My lawyer just told me to say that in go. my in my ear. Right. We've got a <laughs> show's been in dangerous waters this past couple of weeks with the content, so got to have right. a lawyer in there to make sure. Oh, can't you just? Talk to the, the High Council of Twelve and have them <laughs> set the the orders down upon Twitch. I'll I'll give John Twitch a call tonight and see what I can do. Do you have a purple <laughs> phone? You have to. I do the rotary it's actually, phone. It's, it's a purple phone with just one button, and and I press that one button and it calls John Twitch. That's the only that's the only thing it does. It it has one number in it. Yeah. What's the number? I don't know. They don't tell me. Oh, it's... probably four twenty six nine xxx. Oh, scope smoke for days. I think that's nine characters. So yeah. Kappa one, two, three. Oh, yeah. well, that's the country code. I think. Oh, I forgot the Sephiroth at the end, but you get it. Yeah. I don't want to give all of this number out. Indeed. Indeed. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> what else has been going on? Uh, the final fantasy 14 fan fest this past weekend was a lot of fun. I'll keep it short. It was great. If you're a Final Fantasy fan, you already know everything that happened. If not, you should probably play Final Fantasy. Uh, Endwalker got a launch date of November, which does mean that there's about a 200-ish, uh, a little bit less than that, uh, somewhat of a content drought until November 23rd. Um, so that kind of sucks. They're going to be dropping a patch, I think, here in a couple days, uh, and then there's some stuff uh, across the time getting to there, but nothing major until that point um so we'll see uh what else was there there was a trailer that came out for mario golf super rush uh we can we can watch that i think all three of us have already uh well me and ko and zeke have agreed that we'll be playing that on launch uh at the end of or at least not on launch but a drop frame games whenever that comes out june 27th is that the date dude that one 20, game mode i wrote down 25th 25th yeah Honestly, you should. How long is it? I, I was gonna say we should play it again. Dan, it's have you seen five it? Minutes. Yeah, Dan, have you seen this? I haven't seen it. We can watch it. Uh, I don't mind. Although Nintendo mm-hmm. will claim us. They they have answered the call. They do that. What um, if we claim them children? First? Well, no. It's it's like uh, anytime you play a Nintendo video, the the video from Lord of the Rings plays where it's uh you know the girl on the river and she says if you want to come and claim it, then Nintendo lawyers are like, all right, and then they just put a bag over her and she's never seen again. That's what happens. Uh, I'm not going to play this with audio, although I think they usually claim video as well. Uh, fuck it, I there guess. Is one game, there is one game mode in this where I saw it. I was like, this is the future of golf. This right here is the super right here. mode. 
Yeah. So you guys remember that game mode that we played for uh, PGA Tour, where it was like, it's not really the amount of strokes, but it's how fast you do it. Well, yeah. now Man, you do just... it as fast as possible, but you have to run between the things. And there's like power-ups and stuff you get between them as well. And like each different character has a unique dash and stuff. So it's like, it's actual racing golf. That looks fun as hell. Dude. If there is a fucking blue shell in this fucking game, I am not playing. <laughs> there probably is. I mean, it is a, a, it's one of those Mario games after all. I forgot that you uh, are very tilted by the idea of any version of Mario Kart. Uh, <laughs> so this will be an exciting day for me and Co. I'm sure. There it was. Did you see it? Yeah. Did you see it? He just, he just like yeah. knocked two people out dashing forward. Oh, Zeke, you're so screwed. I, I do it. worry about the online. <laughs> Is that a bomb? Yeah. Yeah, you wow, can, you can affect... Super cool. You can affect the other... Uh, God, this show is just turning into sexual innuendo across the board. No, but You can in, affect in other people's honesty, balls. <laughs> uh, in all honesty, like, this was... I, I looked through the list of, like, upcoming games and to see, to, like, what I was excited about, and I saw this, and I kind of looked up one video, and I went, holy shit. Yeah. This looks awesome. I'm actually looking forward to a nintendo game for the first time in a while there's battle golf another mode the big the 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 linchpin around all of this uh being fun is the idea of nintendo not fucking up the multiplayer so we'll see that's always a gamble with nintendo it's a big gamble Yeah, yeah they don't have a good track record with that do they no dan did you check out the super or the the mario party that came out like a month ago or a week ago or something. Do you know how the online was there? I had ne never played it. Um, my only experience recently with Nintendo was Pokemon, and that like was a the Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. And the the multiplayer did rarely ever worked in that one for me like, when the game launched, and it was very spotty. Yeah. Um, That's unfortunate. Monster Hunter Rise. Why, got it right. why do it they? So why good. not? What is the problem, Nintendo? Like, what the fuck? Uh, they have more money than God. Like, why can't they make their shit better? Like, the server shit better. I think it's they it's try just to... years behind everyone else with tech right now. They're like just now, like mm -hmm. learning about expansion packs and DLC and stuff. <laughs> they, <laughs> they definitely. I mean, Dan's not necessarily joking, but it does sound funny. Um, I think a lot of ways Nintendo tries to like Nintendoify everything that they do, and so they've Nintendoify. Been, yeah, they've been trying to Nintendoify the internet now for about ten years. It's that just actually work. fucking makes sense that yeah. they're trying to make their own internet. Yeah. Yeah. The proprietary, like, and it's like if they could, if that could be done though, Apple would have done it a long time ago. True. Yeah. They're trying to right now in court. It's very true. They definitely are. They definitely are. Yeah. Uh, so the, Nin Golf. the Nintendo net. <laughs> that's Mario Golf Super Rush. Wait, the Nintendo net. That's something else. I think. Uh, what else is there? I think that's kind of it. Uh, any other news bits that you guys, uh, found want to bring up Dan, any stuff on your side of things? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, Disco Elysium was unbanned in Australia after a review. Yay. That was last week sometime. Oh, that, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It, um, and it was banned in the first place because it, re it had like drugs promoted drug use yeah 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 it, it didn't dissuade drug use i think is that that's ultimately what they went back and reviewed and it did dissuade <laughs> no it doesn't 
Well, they they said that because of the fact that the player receives negative uh, penalties for taking drugs, that it does dissuade drug use in that way, and that's why they removed it. Mm. Yeah, I did a deep dive on Australia when it comes to their review board. It's real fucking weird. <laughs> you want to go get speed for the Kuna? <laughs> it, you know, it's always so fucking weird when a country like Australia, who, like, celebrate the drinking of alcohol like there's like it's huge beer beer and spirits is huge in australia but not no drugs though like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) this just in ezekiel the third hates australia Uh, ezekiel the third banned in australia also no i was taking out of context (laughs) very well done very well done. Um, all right. Well, let's take a break. I'm just going through this stuff, see if there's anything else. Uh, Bob Mutant uh, has been putting out some pretty frequent trailers that actually have uh, definitely uh, heightened my interest for that game. Um, so I think along with probably Kodan, uh, we'll be checking that out next week. Uh, I think that comes I out Tuesday. Out Monday. Early. Okay, you're doing Friday? Yeah. There are some restrictions, I think, to... At least I have restrictions in terms of how much I can play and show. But yeah, I'm interested in seeing that game. Uh, they put out a pretty interesting and refreshing like six minute video with a developer talking, uh, which it's not like marketing speak. It's not like legal. It's just a developer talking about the game. Uh, it was kind of weird to see. Uh, and it's also kind of weird to say like that's weird to see. But it, it was a very worthwhile trailer. So that game looks pretty good uh that is that actually i think this is worth noting um when was this i think it was yesterday um for anyone that was jumping into the uh the guilty gear beta uh that me and co will probably talk about uh in the second half of the show uh yesterday uh a person by the name of infillment i think infillment um released the fighting game glossary um it is a website that includes over 650 terms carefully explained with 200 plus video examples as well as japanese translations you can easily search by game term or game uh share links uh, to the terms with your friends and explore related concepts uh etc uh it is over at glossary.infil.net so if you have any idea or have no idea rather uh about any of the fighting game stuff it's worth checking out. It's a cool thing just to have up uh, in case someone in your chat tries to backseat you and they're speaking in hieroglyphics in the chat. You can go and just type that in and learn. See what they're see what they're trying to communicate oh. with you. Last little bit of just random news yeah, uh, yeah. before we leave the news section. Uh, Chivalry 2 open beta. Yes. It's going to be before release as well. So I am extremely excited to uh, cut some people's heads off yep. and uh, throw them hopefully at themselves when they respawn. Um, as that is that is a very joyful event and occasion. Highly recommend people check it out if they haven't. It is really good. That's on the twenty seventh to the thirtieth. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah, end of the month. The weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. end of the month. So cool. All right, I'll stop scrolling in the news. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk games. Uh, Resident Evil Eight, Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Subnautica. Um, what? Days gone. Days gone. That PC version's out. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that that port is, uh, and we'll see uh, see what else is on uh, on the docket. So, 
Don't go anywhere. More I might even have a. I might have played a game. I would hope so. All all those games you mentioned, I have not touched yet. Oh, but I have touched a few games. (laughs) PSO two as well. He's been known to game or two. Zeke does play video (laughs) games. It's true. That's true. (laughs) All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll see you guys in just a bit. Welcome back, everyone. Going into the second half here, dropped frames. Uh, let's talk games for a bit, I guess. There was a tiny bit. In, did you guys see that fucking Grand Theft Auto Five is getting PS5 and Xbox Series X ports? That game's been on three goddamn console generations. It was on the fucking PS3 and the Xbox 360. It sold 144 mm-hmm. million units. PS2 had three Grand Theft Auto games, and then Grand Theft Auto 5 has been on three consoles. So, Just, we're never going to see a sixth one. They're done. They're making too much money. Mm. They're making too much money. Cody, you have something to say? You're chewing. <laughs> oh, you're also muted. I was going to say, funny story. Uh, Rockstar actually shut down two years ago. So it's, <laughs> they're just, they're just like, they're just going to keep porting gta 5 like every time a new console comes out um yeah they they're they're all in the bahamas yeah <laughs> they're just letting that cash shop roll in they're oh, yeah it's done. Bank. They're, they're done they did it <laughs> job's done yeah jesus in in a i bet you in a future headline we'll read that grand theft auto 5 is also the best-selling game of the year mm-hmm. that'll probably be something that happens most likely yeah <sighs> Anyways, video games. We've played them. Let's talk about them. Uh, Zeke, you had your first experience. I think this was... I, did you do Astrobot before Demon Souls? Have you played Astrobot on stream? Uh, no, I'm going, to do, I'm going to do Astrobot after Demon Souls. Like I, People have been asking me about that. And yeah, uh, yeah once, once Demon Souls is complete, which should be this week, okay. uh, the next few days, uh, after that, whatever time I have left of the stream, uh, I will give a look to Astrobot. Because enough people and you personally have told me like that's that it's the shit you, you need to check it out. Yeah, that's good. It, it's definitely a. Uh, I mean, it's more than a tech demo, but it does a great tech demo for that controller. Um, how's uh, how's Demon Souls? It's oh. good. Hold on. I turned on the air conditioner. Gotcha. <laughs> In the middle. So. How you enjoying Demon Souls? Um, dude, it it's been so much fun playing a, a a souls game again after not having played one since i guess since bloodborne um on stream and the updated graphics the 60 fps like it's been fucking stellar uh going back and and because i i haven't played this since since the release uh, uh in 20 2000 11 i think i think uh no like yeah when the when grand theft auto 5 first came out i think right 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 this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i haven't played it since i since it since it was brand new um and going back and remembering all these things and and uh like seeing an enemy and going wait a minute there's something familiar about it. i remember there was a oh right 
you do this and that kind of stuff. That's it's been such a fucking wild ride of nostalgia for me personally. And also uh realizing how how much less brutal it is than the other souls game that uh that came after it like as far as difficulty goes but also i'm the people voted on uh what build of character and they said pew pew magic man magic yeah. master and i i said okay cool i love magic i'm a big fan so um it's probably drastically drastically easier with magic yes um there there's a couple <laughs> of times where it was just like this is a joke like you get yes. a couple of spells and you're just like wow this is fucking broken this is easy shit it breaks the um game. yeah i will say it was fun it was fun because i i didn't uh only once when i uh there's a boss called the is it called the old monk or something like that uh, yeah, I think um, yeah. that's right. After blind monk, yeah. I think blind monk, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, when I played it the first time, like I only fought one other like actual person, like because that's one of those boss. It's the boss fight you can PvP boss. Uh, um, yeah, you can invade and be that boss. Yeah. And uh, when I played it the first time, I played one real person, and then I played the AI because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I had no idea that was a thing. Um, so I played one real boss. Or one real person, and then the boss, I beat it, and I never went back. But this time, it was really fun to go in there because people are still like wanting to log in and and do the uh, play as the boss and stuff. So I played quite a few people that you know, varying degrees of ass whooping I took. <laughs> um, <laughs> finally, I got I got one that was you know a similar skill level as me, and uh, conquered it and. Also, it was the first time I ever actually like jumped into the part of the of the monk because you have to do that to get a certain item. You have to actually win a fight as the monk or whatever. Sure. But that was super fun to to do that for the first time since I missed out on it. And by the time I found out about it when it was new, like no one was playing it anymore. Like I found out way later. Like no one was doing that the the invasions anymore. It was probably after Dark Souls Two was released. Um, but man, it's just been great. The the graphics are stellar. The the haptic feedback is really it's it it adds uh, a good bit to the immersion of it. And hours just fucking fly by. Like I look up at the clock, I'm like, shit, it's a half an hour past when I would normally take a break. Yeah, because it's just it's just that much fun. And and also being uh uh doing the mage build, it's just like you you make progress. It's not like you're you're facing certain areas over and over and over again there are certain bosses that i would argue is harder as yeah, a mage that's what i was uh, just thinking that like, jump that jump up on you real quick oh, but yeah. like honestly for the most part it's it's been pretty like pretty cake um the one that the boss that killed me the most is the meme boss the uh demon dragon lord or whatever it's called Oh, that boss is a piece of shit. It's always been a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 In my playthrough, uh, like over a third of my deaths were to that boss. Yeah. In the entire playthrough, I think. Yep. <clears throat> He's a piece yeah. of shit. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just been like, I'm so glad that I uh, went this route first uh, as my first like PS5 game, I guess. And uh, I'm not. Uh, letting Resident Evil 8 like steep for a while 
because this has just been a, just a really fun ride. And I, I, it's one of those games where you wake up in the morning and go, ah, I get to play more Demon's Souls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Continuing it uh, tomorrow uh, and probably finishing it in the next couple of days and moving on to RE4. Nice. Yeah, what was the last boss you killed? Like, how, how close are we, uh, are we talking? The last boss I killed was... Um, I did the man-eaters. Oh, my God. That was a... I loved it. There's a spell called... Is it Firestorm? Okay. And you just, like, put your fists on the ground and, like, fire erupts around you. And the man-eaters, like, they come in... I remember fighting them the first time and how long it took me. It took me quite a long time to beat those guys. And this time I was just like, boom, one down, next one down. I went, fucking what? <laughs> yeah. Magic you know, is very it strong. It took me so long. <laughs> but Man. yeah, so I, I beat the, the man eaters. And then um, I don't remember who's, who's after the man eater. I think That's the adjudicator the is, is after um, the... Oh, the old monk. And yeah. then, oh, oh, I'm in the, uh, the, the, the storm, the storm rulers, uh, um, world uh archstone sure sure uh, i beat the adjudicator and i think that was the last one i did because then i yeah it was the last one i did because i kept fucking dying to the to the uh there's a the a grim reaper that one shot me in the in this tomb where you find you find you see patches again yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he just kept one shotting me right. over and over because i was being stubborn i said i want to kill him the way i want to kill him it's like why don't you just stand back and like throw his pose like no I want to get up and firestorm him. That's how I want to do it. So I died like half a dozen times, like trying to get that shit done. And then a half a dozen more, just trying to get past him, like going to the next thing. Yeah. It's, it's arguably, that's arguably one of the worst runs, uh, from point to point in yeah. the game. It's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Those goddamn skeleton guys on the outside are just, yeah. Triggering. Although with magic, I love it's it. probably I'm pretty simple. You just shoot them from afar, then laugh. Uh, as you walk over their bones, I can't do anything. It, it very much is. I, I <laughs> very, I very much like talk shit while I'm doing that. Like I remember how long this took me, and now you guys are a fucking joke. <laughs> Teabag their corpses if I can. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. That's how you, you have to. You have to do that. Uh, well, cool. I'm very eager for you to uh, play the Astrobot because like Demon Souls does a decent job of uh, showing you kind of what that controller can do, but I, I feel like Astrobot is the the primo example of of why that mm-hmm. controller is the way it is. Otherwise, I feel like in most games I'm just gonna turn it off because it's such a fucking battery drain. Like it, it I was just going to mention that. Yeah, that fucking controller is a hog. <laughs> it is a power hog if you have that haptic shit going. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, I, you gotta I, plug that in every day, like, I, <laughs> like your phone. I bought an extra one so I can just have because you know five or six hours the controller's dead at that yep. point. So I just I bought an extra one so I can just plug it in and continue playing uh, rather than having a cord attached to it after that. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, I don't think that's gonna change. I don't unless they put out a new version of the controller. I don't think the battery life will ever change on that. It'll probably always be around that. Uh, probably and if anything it will get worse is the controller uses more uh haptic and and feedback type stuff so we'll see we'll see i i, I want to see like like they go the, the game boy route and have my like, peripherals 
on the, uh, the controller that yeah <laughs> like add more battery life a little light on it you know <laughs> you can buy a battery pack like you can do for your phone and just plugs yeah exactly in. they'd probably sell it although they're they got me with another controller so that's probably what that's probably their solution right is buy a second controller uh dan uh you've been playing a bunch of stuff you want to talk about uh i think you've played and finished uh the subnautica below zero stuff how how was your uh your playthrough yeah that game was uh it was good it was i was expecting it to be like shorter than it was because it was like when they first started it was going to be like a dlc or a little side game to the first one but i enjoyed it it was fun it was a nice twist on like what subnautica subnautica could be um i personally didn't like it as much as the first game in some ways but i like that they tried to like do something different and see like what they take some risks with it and do some new stuff um the the big new thing was that there was less water stuff and more um exploring on land and like an arctic environment and that was probably my least favorite part of the game was the on land stuff um the sea stuff was way more fun for me yeah. Overall, I think it was a pretty good game, game and worth playing if you're a fan of the first game. Yeah, I, I would agree with the the land stuff. Is I've only done one day with it, and this the area that you're exploring is the place where I've explored as well. I just kept getting like stuck on things randomly as I would try to jump up them. Uh, I I don't I don't co you, you played this game during multiple instances of early access. Has that always been about the same when it came to like the the land stuff? Um, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, I was getting stuck on it back in the day, and I got stuck a couple times this time. It, it's definitely a smoother experience in the water. Yeah, um, it's a much more fine-tuned, polished experience in the water. The land stuff kind of it worked uh, for sure, and I'm and I'm kind of in the same boat as Dan, where it's like it was a nice change of pace. Um, but I I wouldn't have minded if there was like more underwater area uh, instead of land area. Like you know, I, I would have it would have been fine. So. Um, but yeah, they definitely have, have, with the underwater areas, have found their stride in terms of delivering really, really cool underwater content. So Yeah. I also think that, uh, again, only played the beginning. I've, I've only, uh, depth-wise, I've only been to like one or maybe 200 at the deepest. Um, but I will say the first game was a lot more uh, like triggering when it came to the thalassophobia effect. Because, like, right when you land in the first one, you can't, like, very quickly, you can't see the bottom of wherever you're looking down. This one's pretty shallow initially. Um, and it, it isn't until kind of you get near where I think you're at at this point in the game, maybe a little bit further, Dan, um, that you mm -hmm. kind of start to see how deep the ocean goes. Um, so I, I felt like that was definitely a learning experience for them. And it's, it's more, like, accommodating in a weird way. Uh, it, it eases you into what that game can be. I don't know what the final depths are uh, of this game, and I'm I'm sure that it gets scarier in that regard as well as, mm -hmm. as it goes on. Um, but I did find like they they kind of learned how to ease the player into that stuff, uh, which is yeah. cool because it means more people can ultimately play this game and hopefully jump back into the original if they haven't played that before or they didn't get very far in it. They had like a different design goal with the underwater in this one. They want to do more compact and concise and less vast open uh ness like that would require the giant you know sub to explore so they kind of like uh, toned it all back and made the caves a little bit smaller a little more compact um to make give it a little different experience and so if if you have uh fears of under being underwater and stuff like 
you often are in like tight caves where you can see the walls versus like seeing empty blackness like when the first game where you can't like without sonar you can't see what's in front of you which really triggers people's fear of underwater yeah yeah, and even the sonar as well if you ping the sonar and it shows mm-hmm. some giant fucking moving thing <laughs> yeah that's like terrifying. oh god <laughs> yeah yeah um i also think in terms of the stuff that you can build initially it's they they have like they've changed the tree of uh of the things that you can build uh, right out of the gate uh and it it was i think a more enjoyable experience in terms of the things that i was uh able to build in a faster amount of time like you get you get more things to build from smaller amounts of uh actual scanning i guess is what mm-hmm. i'm getting at there and i like that change i thought that was cool um is someone that actually enjoys the subnautica building aspect um uh, building the bases and everything like that is is fun the fact that I get more of that stuff very quickly and it's not like I don't have to go searching for that one blueprint part for that one thing for that one room mm-hmm. uh, was nice. I'm sure that happens later on in the game for whatever yeah. reason, but initially that, it's been that's good. Probably my favorite part was the new uh base building uh components. There's some really cool ones that can make you go, wow, I wish this was in the oh, first yeah. game too. Yeah, it's some huh. really nice stuff that you'll discover as you go along. Yeah, I, I have not seen that stuff yet. I'm only at like the, mm-hmm. the, I think the scanner room was kind of the last big thing that I built. So it's still still super early on. Um, oh, yeah. But it's good. It's good. Uh, in terms of the, the length, I think I was asking you, Dan, you said you put about 30 hours into this. It's definitely yep, like it's, shorter, it, right? It's entirely depending on how much of a base you build and how much like you scavenge for loot and stuff. If you mm-hmm. ignore base building, it'll be a much shorter game for you. But if you build a massive base, it'll add on lots of extra gameplay time. Yeah. Especially if you're like looking for all the recipes in the water and stuff. Yeah. Exploring every biome. Is the storytelling I think in this game is a little unique because it can kind of be uh what's the word? It can kind of be like an afterthought for the player. Like in a lot of ways you have to kind of like seek the story out through the different uh, PDA type stuff. And if you just mm-hmm. miss that, you'll miss a lot of the like connecting links for everything. Does that change at all? Does it, does it start to put you on it, kind of a vital direct path? Uh, it's kind of time? a problem that a lot of movies and shows have. It's where like you are, you have to care about someone who's not actually your sister. So like you have to like, if you're able to form bonds with people through audio logs and stuff, like the story will, be more impactful for you but if you don't care about the character then it's just sort of a side thing that you're doing while you're playing um, and exploring the game um, but there is a, there's two main stories and one is less interesting than the other the other is far more interesting um, when you get to the second like story part b there's there's a which you get in right away and there's another story that's okay. even more interesting and builds on the first game i think i know what you're referencing in terms of story yeah. part b um Co for you again. You played multiple times during early access, and the story definitely changed. You've talked about it, uh, yes, multiple times uh, in terms of they actually brought in like a brand new writer for this stuff, right? Uh, compared to what you played X amount of years ago, better, worse overall? How do you, where do you? They were similar, but also completely different. Like there were themes that kind of uh, were were definitely going on between the two, but the way that they interacted with the themes and the overall kind of scope of where they were going was very different. Um, I really, really enjoyed the new story. I thought it was great, and I really liked the ending. 
Uh, I, I'm not going to spoil it because a lot of people are still playing it, but the ending was extremely unexpected, Ooh. and it was it was very very cool. Um, so I I really enjoyed that. That being said, uh, there there is uh, a lot of differences on the way there as well. Um, it's kind of interesting because like Dan was saying earlier about the exploring and kind of setting your own pace, the story can also divulge in different orders depending on how much you explore. So oh. there are some important things that you can find at at times where you may not fully understand what's going on. Um, and then later on, you're like, oh, that's what that was, you know, because you you kind of like can find them in, in not necessarily in the right order. Um, but it all still kind of works. Like, I, I think I found one place in particular basically out of order and it still worked. Um, I did like immediately at the time be like, man, I wish I would have known this when I had been in that other place. Um, but it, it was only because I had done like a, probably a little bit more thorough exploring than I could have in that last place um, and got something that I necessarily may have not supposed to have had at that time. Yeah. So yeah, oh, it, it still worked, but I definitely kind of wish they maybe breadcrumbed a little bit better in regards to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love the new story and I think it's definitely a little bit more workable than what it was before. It was going in a pretty crazy direction before. Okay. So this, this one is, uh, is definitely, is definitely good. Yeah. I think that's now, my favorite part of the game is just the exploration, but what were we going to say, Zeke? When you say you went someplace that you weren't supposed to go until later or weren't, uh, was it, was it a, something that anyone can do or was it like a glitch or was it just like there, like dark there is you can you can ostensibly run to areas that you're not supposed to like level wise you're not supposed to be there is that kind of the idea sort of there there is an okay. early hint that you get to do a particular thing but there's nothing telling you that you should do it and then okay, i was so like, like i uh, was like oh let me do that and then by doing that i got an item that i inadvertently used later and i didn't know what i was doing with it and it like this big story element happened and I was just like, what's going on? Like, why did that happen? And then it all kind of like, it started falling into place quickly afterwards. But because I went, I, I, I kind of like was exploring in areas that like, I, I really had no business in the, in the story time being at that point. Um, <laughs> gotcha. It kind of like threw things for a bit out of order. So we'll, we'll talk about it more when everyone's beat. It. Yeah. Um, or at least had a chance to like get done with it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll kind of like finding the secret knot on a tree in Skyrim without having, you know, like you accidentally sort of. stumble on it, you're like, boop. Oh, hey. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, you're like stumble in the middle cool, of this though. huge long story. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love when games are like that. It, it definitely uh, makes me as the player feel like I found something unique, right? Like when you, when you find something that you're not necessarily supposed to find at that point, it's like, oh shit. Like, cool. I wonder what this is. Let's explore this a little bit more tech deal. So now I'm going um, to be looking for all that stuff. Thanks, Co. <laughs> uh, Sarah Ryan from your chat said it. it play sort of like outer wilds in that way and that i love that idea like if that's the case like i love outer wilds was my game of the year that year and mm -hmm. piecing together the story was just fucking you know yeah 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 it's just like that where like you get like clues of five different directions you can go in and you can really go in any direction you want and wow. they story-wise want you to go one way and kind of hint at that but if you don't then you get the story bits out of order like co said well, I think some more of that... and more people talk about it. I want to play it now. Yeah, I, I think some of that. Oh, comes... you should absolutely should. 
it comes down to the idea of like, they'll put something on your HUD, but as the player, I know what's between me and where that thing is because I saw it for a split second when I was going somewhere else. And that thing's terrifying. So I'm not going to go that direction <laughs> until I have a little bit more whatever, right? Until I've got something faster or I'm inside something that is not going to, that type of thing. Um, so I guess if that wasn't there for you as a player is a hurdle, right? You can just be like, fuck you and just keep swimming by as fast as you can. Just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, right. that's what I do a lot of times. At least that's what I did the first time. Um, so the fact that they they have that opened up and you're not just hitting like a random wall to where you have to turn around and go back through all that. I think that's good. I think that that's a, a good thing for them to uh, to have that way. So, um, Dan, overall, you thought story was good? You agree with Co? Ending was great? Yeah, it was good. Um, it was expanded on the first game and didn't require you to have played the first game and it really added more to the world and the lore and adds possibilities to where the next game could go which are exciting yeah cool um the last thing i will say you know it's interesting little thing yeah uh, they've already announced they're working on a new ip so we're oh. probably not going to get the the whatever's come next soon doesn't mean they're not going to do something else on this but they're they are working on something new also, a little side thing. Not a lot of people seem to know this. This company, Unknown Worlds, is the same company that made Natural Selection and Natural Selection 2, which was one of the cooler multiplayer games back in the day. Yeah. Uh, kind of hoping they take another foray into that, man, because those were some really, really cool games. Those in Savage back in the day were yeah. super entertaining. So it'd Savage. be really cool to see. Dude, we haven't had like really interesting multiplayer games like that in a long time, and, and Unknown Worlds can make them. So yeah. I'm kind of... Kind of hoping maybe we'll see uh, something come back. We're in the world of BRs now, right? Like, Yeah, we B really are, man. <laughs> BR is the interesting multiplayer. We need some good RTS FPSs again. <laughs> yeah. been too long. Yeah. Savage was a lot of fun. That game was... Yeah, it was. That was Savage 2 especially. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping in, getting getting the right thing, and just utterly destroying other people. <laughs> because that game was kind of... And having bit, it a was good unique. commander. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The he's commander. actually giving commands and highlighting enemies. This is so good. <laughs> I had forgotten about the commanders, probably because I never had one. That was good. <laughs> it was always Dude, a, good, a good commander. You really felt like a grunt in an army. It was so cool. It was so good. And a, a good commander versus a good commander. And it was like it was like a genre of game all its own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan, we we talked a lot about Returnal last week uh, when we had Maximilian, dude. Uh, but I know you played it. Thumbs up. Did you like it? Where We did a full-on spoiler discussion. If you do want to give some thoughts on that, I can put the spoiler tags up. But what what did you think of Returnal? Do you, you think it's worth it? Where, where do your thoughts lie? Yeah, I personally loved it. I usually don't like um, like uh, roguelike games, but this one like really appealed to me because it had like a story that hooked me and kept me like pulling me through all the runs and stuff. And I really liked how they. Uh, I really thought it was gorgeous game, beautiful. It, it, it the gun the gunplay was like really really fun, and the power ups could like dramatically change how you played each run, which made it super fun. And I thought it was worth every penny for me. But um, I, I can see why for seventy dollars, some people may not think it's not worth that price for that genre. But I personally loved it, and I liked the story and i liked how it was very mysterious and didn't like spell it out for you what, what exactly was going on um overall highly recommend it and it's one of my favorite games of the year so far 
Damn. Okay. Uh, I'm, I will throw this up for one second. Take your headphones off if you haven't played the story. But ask Dan a very simple question, but it is somewhat spoilery. Dan, is the is the is it real? Did this really happen? Was the is the planet real or was it all in her head? To me, it feels like it did not happen, and she is in a coma after the accident, and she's bits of her memories coming back as she keeps cycling in her mind. That's that's my theory, but okay. It's, it really they left it to a point where you can like assume what you want. It's what you want to make of it. Yeah. They didn't spell Real it out quick. for you. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, did you like that? Or did you I wish like, it was more concrete? I like when you don't know all the answers because it stays with you longer. Once you have the answer, it's nice. You you experience it. It's it's great, but it doesn't like stick with you and make you like think like when you're on the bathroom later, like just like, man, what was going on? Like, you know, the thoughts that like keep gnawing at your brain at long afterwards. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's Good answer. Right on. It's a very interesting game, to say the least. It's a very interesting game. I hope I hope we get to see more out of it for sure. For good Zeke. I gave gave Zeke the thumbs up for podcast listeners. Uh and then also Resident Evil. Uh, I, I, you're, you're just like Maximilian, dude, huge Resident Evil fan. I know you love that. Your, your horror games. Do you like Resident Evil 8? Yes. Good stuff. Yes. yes. It was so good. Oh my God. It was so good. <laughs> I love the gameplay. It was, in my opinion, it was the best bits of four and seven that, and it just came together in such a cool way. Graphically, it was stunning. Um, the only the only part I didn't think was great was I didn't like the ending as much as I was hoping I would. Huh. It was it was satisfying, but I I thought it wasn't as good as I was hoping. I was hoping they were going for a more mysterious ending, but it's Resident Evil. The story really isn't like the selling point for me. It's the gameplay. I felt the gameplay was really 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 good in this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Like I I said last week, I watched full playthroughs of it. But now I, I've got to I've got to wait for that period to where I can forget everything that I saw and then play it, <laughs> and that's that's a couple of months. That's a handful of months because I still have never played Resident Evil Seven, so I'll start with that and then go into eight. Even though I don't think you, there's a recap at the start of eight, so you don't have to have played uh, through seven. They do a pretty good job of telling you what you need to know at the start of it. I would love if they did some sort of prequel DLC or something where they show the origin of all the characters coming together like the lady and the, the oh, like all yeah, four of the yeah. creatures like where they came from how they came about like that would be super cool yeah yeah they could go a lot with that i, I honestly think with how much marketing they threw into uh, lady dimitrescu uh they're gonna do something else with her right like there's dlc for that game most likely there was dlc for seven it'd be awesome if that was a part of mm-hmm. the dlc uh or a part of the story they explored with the dlc so yeah with her power, I I could totally see her somehow coming back, like her whole power is regenerating. So yeah, at some point it could happen. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Co, I want to talk about Days Gone, but I'm, did the VOD just get deleted as I was watching? Oh, it? <laughs> that might have happened. Uh, Red eyed <laughs> monsters moving things to YouTube. Gotcha. But I, I mean, thankfully, I don't have too much to say. It, okay. It's Days Gone. The PC port is pretty damn great. Higher resolution, lots of options, mouse and keyboard feels good, tons of accessibility stuff. 
uh, FOV slider. And the fact that you can play it now at a nearly unlocked frame rate is fantastic. Uh, it performs great on my computers. I'm hearing relatively good things about mid and mid to high end performance as well, um, which is good because I didn't hear, uh, I initially heard that it wasn't great, but a lot of people in chat were saying it's been running okay. Um, it is really, really good. And frankly, I got to say, playing it again after playing it the first time and, and knowing where things are going, and most importantly, knowing that one of this game's biggest issues is pacing. Um, so kind of having an idea about uh, going in, knowing that I'm going to enjoy the experience has let me thoroughly like it more. Uh, and I know that sounds weird, but I hopefully you can understand what I'm saying with that. Like, no, I don't have that I weird understand. apprehension that I had when I played it the first time where I was like waiting for it to sell me and it just didn't for the longest time. Um, but yeah, the game is gorgeous. The The driving and riding is so much better now with the, with the better frame rate. Uh, aiming is awesome on the mouse and keyboard. Like I found the combat encounters just to be a lot more fun. I fully respect my character. Basically I was like all melee in the PS4 version because I was wrestling with the aiming so much. And now I'm doing like all guns and it's oh. made for a, a, a very fun experience. And I've been doing a lot of side content in the evenings. I'm doing more tonight. And it it's really just been, it's a, it's a great port. It is, it is one of those ports. You can tell like they did not half-ass this port. Hasn't crashed a single time. Um, in fact, it's barely it, even bugged out. There's animation bugs here and there. Um, you know, and like you shoot something and it ragdolls and pops up into the air and stuff, but no major bugs of any kind. And um, it's just been a joy. I, I highly, highly recommend the PC port to folks. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's full price, right? It's 50, 60, something like that. I think it's that. like 50 bucks. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, it's good to see that they have uh, kind of fixed their track record somewhat with these PC ports because Horizon definitely had a little bit of a rough, rough go. Uh, I believe it's been all patched up uh in terms of where the game's at right now but yeah I'd also, anyone, go ahead if anyone has a playstation 5 they released a patch not too long ago that ups it to 4k 60 so if you want to play it on console as well it's a, oh, nice. it's a great game i personally like it you just got to get through the begin the slow beginning and then it, it really picks up towards the middle yeah absolutely does um also really cool and congrats to ben studio they topped steam in terms of sales higher than the mass effect legendary edition um, really was which was pretty damn impressive uh if there is any chance at this game potentially reigniting a days gone too uh which is as we know right now currently on hiatus if anything hopefully that is what the people making the decisions needed to see there's clearly a want for more of this game so um, Co, and when you can yeah what you're saying is this game killed mass effect Because it outsold it. Killed it? <laughs> We're not going to see any more Mass Effect because this outsold it. Is that what you're saying? Oh, please. Mass Effect's already <laughs> dead. Are you kidding me? Dude, Mass Effect Legendary is them blowing air into a bloated corpse, hoping to make more money out of it. Oh, after God. Completely ruined Andromeda. Ah. Um, <clears throat> Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. I, yes. He doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> no, 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 no. My, my, and, and no, for the record, like, I think, I think it's great they brought back Mass Effect, but I'm, I'm still, and, and I still need to unbox my helmet. I, and I'm going to play the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, but on that note, I, I, I'm still, not going to lie, I'm still a little raw about Andromeda. Um, I, I, I'm frustrated that they did my boy Mass Effect that way. And more importantly, I'm frustrated that it got abandoned. Like yeah. they, they had some cool stuff going with Andromeda. I, I really wanted to know like what was going to happen. They, they really set up more content at the end of Andromeda and then they just 
went home. Yeah. And uh, that hurt, man. That hurt. I'm, I'm. So yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm a little, little frustrated. With that. I think a lot of people are. But that being said, I'm, I'm looking forward to Legendary. Has anyone, Dan, have you played Legendary? Have you played it yet? I haven't got a chance to because there's been so many games coming out, but I'm going to soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I would if, if there was more of a drought right now, I would definitely be playing Legendary for sure. Yeah, so. I saw I saw someone playing it. It was Mass Effect. It was a pretty looking Mass Effect. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's like I've played it so many times. It's like it's not my <laughs> urge to jump into it just again. Yeah, that's exactly the same boat I'm in. Like I've I've already I think I've streamed it a few times, let alone played it more than that. So yeah, there, yeah, there we go. I think there I think was also one of those right of passage games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. I, th I think there's also, although I think it's been rectified, there was a little bit of that DMCA scare about a week prior to release, and so. Hey, yeah. Shout out to the Mass Effect guys. So so just a little. I I don't know if I've really talked about this too much publicly yet. So I put up a post about the DMCA stuff after it came to light, and it ended up getting retweeted and a lot of traction. One of the community people from EA actually reached out to me privately and was like, yo, you need to know what happened, et cetera, et cetera. I connected him with my YouTube guy, Red-Eyed Monster. Like screenshots went back and forth and stuff. And he was like, we're going to work on this. And then the day before Mass Effect came out, that same guy put up a post. I think it's one of the community managers. And he was like, yo, if you're getting any DMCA claims, like, let us know. We will get on it. Like, it, everything good. should be good, et cetera, et cetera. So they, they really did, like, we'll I was going to say EA, but more specifically, that guy. <laughs> um really really jumped on it and he did he did everything he needed to do to make it and as far as i know i, I think they fixed it i yeah. think i think they they whatever whatever the issue was that hit me and some other streamers i think they actually fixed it so i haven't yeah. seen anything Wee! otherwise so it's good to mm -hmm. good to see that for sure <clears throat> good to see people take that uh that initiative yeah that was great not not a huge amount of companies do that so it was it was really good to see that yeah jumping back real quick to uh to days gone did you see the, uh, I don't know if it was a twit longer, if it was just a, a Twitter post or something that the voice actor for the main character talked about when it came to reviewers reviewing oh. this game. Yeah. Me, me and Jason Schreier got into it a little bit on Twitter really? about that. Oh, I yeah, saw just his, a little his bit. was the retweet that I saw. I didn't see that you were commenting with it. Yeah. No. Well, I basically said like, yeah, it's, you know, it's not, it, that's cool that this guy's saying that, but the real issue is like Sam Whitwer, who's the guy that said it is right. Where basically Sam Whitwer posted this thing and he was like, look, here's the deal. If you're going to write, you know, a bad review of the game, that's cool. But by not even mentioning hordes, which is, you know, one of the biggest aspects of the game kind of shows that you didn't really even, you know, play the game. And, um, you know, and, and Jason Shra and, and then somebody else retweeted that and is like, it's a bad look when yeah. you're involved in a project and you're shouting down reviewers for giving negative scores. And Jason Schreier retweeted and was like, yeah, this is, this is tacky. Um, and you know, I, I basically said, regardless, it's, it's a really bad thing going on these days when people half-ass games and they don't really explore them or play them. And then they just write a bad review of it to, you know, scream out into the void. And, uh, there's been a lot of people on both sides, interestingly enough, who have kind of come out and said stuff, uh, ACG, who's a, a big YouTuber, he's kind of jumped in on it as well. And it's, it, it comes down to kind of like how you define reviews. Like Jason Schreier yeah. specifically said that he finds reviews of a more artistic variety to be something that he likes. So reviews that are more kind of like a, a total picture thing. And I actually said the exact opposite. I was like, I, I like reviews when they cover all the negatives and all the benefits and tell you if the game's good, you know, involving all that stuff. Um, and in a situation like that, when a review says, you know, when a review is going to talk about a game and not mention a major mechanic, like that kind of says something about the reviewer 
like because because hordes are are a, it's already a generic zombie game so you kind of at least want to mention the one or two things it's doing differently and unique to itself you know like that's kind of a big deal yeah. um but you know it, it's a it's a it's a definition thing it's an, an each to each their own kind of thing and i i will say though i kind of agree with jason i not the best look to go out and trash talk reviewers when they give back to your game not it's not the best look and you generally don't want to do that it's better to let other people kind of speak for that kind of stuff when it happens because i'm sure it would have um but yeah at the same time i will say this it is very clear in days gone that sam whitwer gives his all for this character there's a huge amount of recorded dialogue huge amount of mocapping like he does a phenomenal job as a character so i can see why he's invested when people in his opinion kind of half-ass stuff like that yeah um especially if it's well, from like a reputable company sure the thing with games reviews that's i think is probably different than any other medium that gets reviewed like movies books television all that kind of stuff like you are required mostly like to watch the entire thing read the entire thing before you write a review on it right video games i don't know if you have to do that i don't know if that's like well, there, there's no regulation standard no uh, you don't there that's, are no that's standards problem. Yeah. That's 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 one of the biggest issues, and that's actually one of the things I mentioned in the thread. I'm like, it's becoming an increasing issue, and we see it more and more when game reviewers like won't even finish a game, won't get to all the parts in it, may try, and and this is actually something Sam Whitmer talks about in his thing. They have deadlines, so a lot of times they're like in this mindset of I need to get this done as fast as I can so I can get to other things and other things I need to do. So instead of like sitting there and enjoying the journey, which especially in a game like this, like you can tell the pacing was set up for a long-term game. They do not even try to hook you in like the first five hours. Um, if they did that on purpose, they're clearly expecting you to just like go on that ride. So if you're going into that type of game with this like, yo, give me the next thing, show me the good stuff. I need to see the meat so I can like write my review and move on to the next one. I mean, that's that's really important to know and will completely affect the review, of, of course. So, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I really wish more reviews would like explicitly say what they have played how long they've played what they got to where they stopped playing so that way you have an idea of where the person how they played and where they got to so they can trust like did they beat get to the ending did they rush through it did they take their time like because well, all those concerns you just said yeah i mean that that's how to get people to click away in five seconds though hey i played six hours of this game it sucks oh okay well, let's go to a different review <laughs> right? like, yeah well I, I gotta say though this is this is and and this is my answer. Anytime somebody says, "Co, who is your favorite reviewer? Who do you go to for reviews?" And I say the same thing every time. I don't read reviews. I like my reviews are going to somebody playing the game, and I watch the game get played, and I decide if I want to play that game. I might ask the streamer if he's having fun, if I if I feel like it. But even if they say they're not, I hope they'll tell me why. So then I, that'll inform my own decision. Like Twitch is a beautiful thing because we don't need to rely on this lens of a reviewer anymore. You yeah. don't need to have, you know, like, sure, maybe you've worked up a rapport with a certain viewer, a reviewer, and you know that they're thorough and that they'll do it right. And that and that's awesome. And, and there are reviewers out there that do that. But this whole, like, let me go find a random review on a game and, and read their random score and then, like, base my possible enjoyment on their perspective. Like, think if you did get one of those people that just rushed through it. And, and, you know, didn't care about it. Like, that could maybe you'd love the game. You have no idea. It could be two completely different things. So, yeah, dude, Twitch is a Twitch is a wonderful thing for that kind of thing. Like, I can't recommend people more. Like, 
don't read reviews or at least don't base your opinion on reviews. Like make yeah. sure you see the game first, make sure you skip around in a, in a recorded playthrough and see if you, you know, there's stuff there that you'd enjoy playing. I agree. And a lot of these news sites, they only have so many reviewers and sometimes they have to put someone that doesn't like a genre on a game because they don't have anyone else to do it. And that could completely skew the entire review. If they don't like fighting games, and they're here reviewing a fighting game, for example. hundred percent. Yep. hundred percent. Well yep. said. I agree with all that for sure. Uh, cool. Days gone out now PC. Or if you're lucky enough, uh, PS5 with an update, uh, as it seems to have run better. It is really weird. Uh, as someone who played this on PS4 and definitely fell off because it, I was one of those people that in the first five or six hours did not grab me. I, th- I don't even remember seeing a horde, but I was already off. <laughs> at that point. I, I tell people there's like there's one there's this one specific mission. Yeah, that starts this chain of missions, and you can play the game ten hours before you get to that mission. And in my opinion, you should the player should be railroaded into that mission in the first hour of the game. Yeah, like I think that would have changed so many people's opinion of this game because it it fires off this this whole big set of I have a place to go, I have a place to be, I have things to do that is just like non-existent in the first in the first five to ten hours of the game. Um, but yeah, you know what? Again, the game is beautiful if you play it all the way through. It's just a great experience. I hope that Ben Studio learned from it and. Please, if we see a Days Gone 2, hopefully we'll see all these lessons learned kind of move their way over. When did that game originally I don't, come out? I don't want to talk about the mission, guys. Not It's a little spoilery, and I'd love people for, to play it for themselves. Yeah, we're not going to. Was that 2018? 2019. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we definitely talked about that game a lot more in depth and, and maybe even that mission in a past episode of Drop Frames. It would have been whenever that game came out, which originally was April 26, 2019. So if you're at all curious uh, and want more information about the game, apart from just the update, uh, you can definitely go back and, and catch that VOD. And here, here's the overriding thing for people that want to try it. Like, if you're going to try the game and you know nothing about it, best thing you can say to somebody in that position is just give the game time. You will feel aimless for a while. Just keep playing the game. Keep having fun. Keep just understand it will go somewhere eventually. <laughs> it doesn't. It will go somewhere eventually. Just keep that in your mind and just enjoy the ride. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Dan, you mentioned fighting games, so I will take that segue. Uh, both me and Co. jumped in, and I think. Oh, you're tiny now, Dan. Ah, hey, come Dan. back. Come back. You gotta. Oh, you gotta put your thumb in your mouth and. You gotta put some air back. Oh, you're getting tiny. You're not doing it, Dan. You're getting smaller. I'm uh, oh, put oh, your thumb. Oh. You gotta, yeah. Dan, eventually, Dan's, Dan's keep it on there. that good old uh, Dan's on that good old NC internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gotta keep it there. Gotta get bigger. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, this is a I. I don't know if you're as surprised as I was, Co. But I'm in in a bad way with this game. Uh, I am full blown addicted. I woke up on Sunday morning and was very, very sad that I couldn't play more of this all day long. Um, I don't, this might be one of those games, uh, or might be one of the few games that has grabbed me as much as this game did. Um, I, I don't know like what the last one would be, but even after this game's beta was over, 
was watching combo videos. He's really tiny. He's getting smaller. I know. He's, he <laughs> didn't put air into his thumb. I'm telling him how to fix Hi, it. Hi, guys. I'm in. <laughs> it's just how it is. Uh, yeah, this game's remarkable. I had a, a fan fucking tastic time with it. Um, I think over the weekend, it started on Friday. I think I put like 30 hours into it, maybe even more. Uh, I think I did like 12 hour streams or 10 hour, 12 hour streams back to back played offline. Uh, after that, after I went and got some food, I played co offline co after I finished with you, I went and fought stripping for another two hours. <laughs> like I was playing this game yep. all over the place and had a absolute blast, uh, with guilty gear strive. It is now the, the, probably the one game I'm looking forward to the most, uh, next month as I think it comes out on the eighth. If you pre-order, and uh the 11th if you don't um it's a hell of a thing though it's definitely like i co I'm, I'm curious what you think is like the hook to this game and why other fighting games haven't grabbed either of us in the way that this one did do you have any idea why that is is it because it was easier two to things. play like what two things first is the net code oh my lord dude i remember when i i played a little bit of mortal Kombat online when it was around and in my i think it was my second match was abysmally laggy um and i remember just being like oh well you know i guess that we're not really gonna do that um second of all this is the persona 5 of fighting games it's just it bleeds i like how zeke was like not me um it just bleeds yeah, I totally did. Like, <laughs> this game uh, dude it is the one of the most stylish good-looking fighters like the the introductions, the animations, the the characters, like like how they differentiated and stuff. Um, I mean, like from Faust to Potemkin to I like I love my girl with her giant swords. Ram, uh, your character is super cool with all the uh, uh, what is it? Uh, like it's just it's so it's so cool and how like every character is its own thing. Yet they somehow are all like you know they all kind of mesh together pretty well. Um, on top of that, it's it's very responsive even when like hell i played a match at 350 ping that was playable that doesn't even make sense um even with all that said it's relatively it's one of those things where i feel like it's a fighting game that's easy to get into but you obviously have like a a, a skyscrapers amount of things to learn about it like i felt like i i felt like in the small amount of time that i played it i have a relatively good grasp of of the basics yeah but at the same time i know that that the basic just the basics um still have miles of depth to explore and get better at and let alone like i've even started the combat system and roman canceling and like all these things that completely change the game um but at the same time like i can sometimes hold my own and have it and i have a good time doing it most importantly like after i got the basics and stuff down because of the the net code and the ranking system i was constantly playing people around my skill level and i i wasn't really getting like I get super crushed every so often, and then two rounds later, I I freaking perfect a guy twice. Like yeah. I literally had a round where like I've got two perfects back to back on a guy. I was just like, holy shit, that felt good. I mean, I'll never, I won't forget that while I was playing this game, somebody goes, "Dude, is co-sponsored to play this? Why is he so excited?" And I, I was got like, "Because well. I'm really enjoying it." Like I like whenever I'd win a round, I'd be like, "Woo!" You know, like it it was it I was, was pumped, good. Man. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. And um. You know, you you pull off like a really great like like combo you didn't even know you could do, and then you end it on a super and it lands, and you're just like it all kind of comes together and connects. And at the same time, and and again, going back to it, it's just so beautiful. Like I've seen the same moves fifty plus times in some cases, and every time they start, I'm just like, 
here we go. Awesome. Like, I love seeing the camera go around my girl with, as her big swords are, like, locking into position like a mech. When she's about to fire a laser, she's like, and they come down. Like, that stuff is awesome, man. So, anyway, yes. it's stylish. It works well. Um, it's easy to learn, but, you know, clearly nigh impossible to master. And, um, yeah, I mean, this is the first game I have played in years where I woke up the next day and I had a finger hurting from how much I was playing. <laughs> um, my, my character, Ram, like... Her super is down forward, down forward twice. And a lot of her moves are down forward and down back. And I woke up like, what was that? That Sunday morning. And I was just like, what's wrong with my thumb? Oh, man. Like I was going, sitting here going like this, like, what is going? And then I was like, oh, shit. Like it's it's raw. <laughs> like my finger is raw because like I don't do that that often. Yeah. Um, I already ordered a fight stick. It's on its way here. It should get here in early June. And I'm also very much looking forward to playing it again. Yeah. My hand hurt for a different reason, uh, but also a unique case. Uh, JP, uh, this is safe for work on my channel. Slow down. It is. It's because I was hitting my fight stick uh, in anger, uh, which is a, uh, you know, that only happens every so often. And usually games that I really enjoy <laughs> in an odd way. But seriously. You're hitting your fight stick? Yeah. Look, I got a little tilted versus Ram. Okay. She's got a super that has like very, very Zero quick startup. Time. And it's... <laughs> Get a little tilted, you know? Get a little tilted. Oh, I, I can't wait to be able to do that on a fight stick. It is so tough to pull that off on a controller when you're not good at it. Yeah. Like, so many times I would just sit there and you see my character take one little step forward and punch. One little step forward and punch. I'm just like, just do that now. <laughs> Dude, that, um, I fought stripping <laughs> and we were both just like, fucking just super. Just fucking super right now. <laughs> I'm trying to do it for the past 10 seconds. Just super. You can win. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. We got very upset, but it's also, it's, um, it's not a game where you like that, right? Like you want to get upset because you care. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. there are, there are games every so often when it's fun to get tilted. Yeah. And this is one of those games. You just kind of let yourself get tilted because 30 seconds later in another match and it might go great for you and it may be awesome. Like, you know, it's, you just, you, you ride the wave, you ride the wave. Exactly. Zeke? Since you guys aren't like, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say you're fighting game aficionados. How, how do you pick? your characters now <laughs> do you I, i'm guessing it's one of two things like you go through all of them a little bit and go this one feels right or more likely this one looks the coolest i'm gonna learn it even if it's shit tier i have a very unique way of, of choosing i'll let Koga first Ko, how um, did you choose i actually did it i did it in in for in, in two ways the first way is you actually just nailed it um, I, I started with a character that I thought looked cool, uh, Leo. I knew that Max Maximilian dude is a, a, a he was on last week. Uh, you know, he that's his was his main, and I was like, okay, you know, this guy could be cool. I started with him. He just he just didn't feel right. Um, I moved from him into Potemkin, and and that was okay. I had an okay time with that, um, but it just didn't feel right. I think I went from that to Soul Bad Guy, and then I played my girl Ram here, and um, it just kind of clicked. And not only that though, uh, Ram has a phenomenal butt. <laughs> and I found myself, um, uh, that was a, a, a big attractor to me, that she has a, um, a very nice butt. So Dude, that played into for it. For those who, who know who I'm talking about, this, she looks like an... Uh, of all the rounds, you show this one. I, look, it's just, I just, you know. She looks like an R. Crumb drawing. Like, if you know, if you ever watched the documentary or anything, or seen anything about R. Crumb, like he was like a cartoonist from back in the day. Oh. Drew women with like thick everything. <laughs> That's what she looks like. Okay. All right. Sure. Um, 
I uh, this is a tech throw that this guy is doing, and I didn't know at the time what a tech throw was um, or how to avoid it. So I was thinking I was blocking it, where it turned out I was not. Uh, turns out you need to either duck or jump to get out of those. Very true. Uh, and I think it took me like two full rounds to figure that out. So <laughs> yeah, this guy this guy is like one of the fastest characters in the game, and he is uh, kind of a mess. Yeah, yeah. Also, a lot of the fun. lowest. Still a fun people. learning experience. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I chose my character because chat told me that uh, Strippin really hates my character, and that's how I chose my character. <laughs> pretty cut and dry. <laughs> Good talk. I, I watched all of the uh, the 15 like character trailers uh, and then watched a little bit. I think they also have like 15 how to play or, or some. Uh, this is all on the official Guilty Gear channel. Uh, channel. Um, I think also on their website um, if you go and like look at all the characters. Um, and yeah, Chad just it's kept saying like, favorite, oh yeah, the, the Tutsugeki dolphin nonsense is great. You should play that. It was either that or Potemkin and Potemkin, uh, is a character that just got nerfed, uh, in this most recent open. That was mine, weirdly enough. Yeah. You're, I think your character is still in most of the tier list, which is now we're getting she's into the weeds. High. Yeah. She's like second. I, I think, uh, I think it was Sonic. No, it was Leffen's tier list. You were S tier, and then Soul Bad Guy was number one. He was the S plus tier. He was. I think it's Max's new main, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he moved I, I think... from Leo to Soul. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he's very strong. That'll be fun to see what he can do with that. Oh, he already did a combo that was a full bar. He he did one combo that straight up just killed the. Person. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sounds like <laughs> Max. Yeah. It was pretty stupid. It was pretty stupid. But tier list and, and betas don't really mean too too much um but yeah i think we'll both be playing this game uh i i will say it is it is uh, I've, I've had a couple streamers reach out and say like hey just kind of like i think me and co i don't typically play fighting games is this a game that i could jump in and have fun with and i think it's a resounding like yes uh, we yeah. we had a great time even if you're just jumping in like and like pushing buttons it's still really fun and what's also kind of fun is the tier system is actually pretty good like it, it, it tends to put you right around where your skill level is. So when you're fighting other people, you're not fighting people. You're not going to generally get dominated like time after time, after time, after time. Like you're, you will, if you do it, then it'll knock you down a level. And then all of a sudden you're fighting people that are actually not as good as the, the tier you were on before. Yep. So it, it, it works pretty well. The lobby system is complete garbage, um, <laughs> but, yeah. but the actual like skill-based system that they have to tier people uh, seems to be relatively... I don't have a large experience pool to gain from, but from in the little experience I have with fighting games, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, it, the the net code and that is exactly why I enjoyed it so much. Because anytime I've played like uh, Mortal Kombat, a fighting game that we've played in the, the past couple of years, uh, multiple times, story mode was great. Second I went online, I fought someone that was like 10 billion times better than me. Perfected me in two rounds. It was like, cool, I'll move on to the next game, <laughs> right? Like, there was yep. never any sense of uh, accomplishment or challenge. Whereas in this game, just like Co said, fight people around your skill level, you're both awful, but you can leave that match and both say, like, oh shit, I learned this about that matchup or how to do this in a game, etc. Um, also, for streamers, there's a thing called the park. And you can just jump into the park and you can let your community know like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm in this region on this park number and they can just jump in and play with you. Yeah. And it is amazing in a game like this, like find a viewer that's around your skill level or even better and just fight them for a while. 
like just like me and JP did that. I learned more in fighting an hour with JP than I did like in the two hours I had played my character before. Cause you can just try things like it, you know, and, and me and him were in discord at the same time. So I'd be like, all right, hold on, let me try this real quick. And all right, Hey, jump at me real fast. Let me see if this works. And, you know, and, and all of a sudden, like I'm able to block something that I hadn't been able to for the, the previous two hours. And it, it can really help to just like play the game with other people, play with your viewers. Um, you know, if you're in a community, like just ping someone else on the channel, Hey, want to jump in this room here and we can, you know, just play around for a while. And yeah, it's very cool. And it's very easy. Most importantly, it's very easy to do. Yes. Yeah. The, the ease of access is definitely there. Um, the, the last bit I will say, and Co, I, I don't know if you saw this, apparently uh, at least for Guilty Gear Zerd, which was the uh, Guilty Gear prior to Strive, they have flat out said, name. like, you cannot stream this single player. We will DMCA you if you stream this single player. So a lot of people are saying that's going to be the same thing for this one because uh, they don't want oh. the story out there. Uh streamed you okay. can you can do multiplayer and all that stuff uh but yeah i don't it's that's japan i guess <laughs> at the end of the day i i didn't know that yeah there you go yeah so i guess it's not on youtube anywhere or anything right i don't know i i i one i i was like am i being one guide right now and he said no here's the you know the post that they had prior to launch last time for for guilty gear exert or whatever they call it um and yeah they put out a trailer for it I watched the trailer. This game story is batshit insane. Uh, so I definitely like want to see what it is. Uh, but I guess I won't be able to stream it. So kind of sucks. Um, but yeah. that's too bad. I was definitely planning on doing that. I'm very glad you said something. Yeah, I, they'll probably be pretty <laughs> vocal about it. If, if it's the same thing. Of course, this was for a previous release. Everyone thinks that they're going to uphold the same um, thing. For, for this upcoming release, but yeah, it's in uh, about oh. three weeks, so they'll probably say something. Uh, I, I I must have not been very clear. No, the game absolutely has a practice mode, and it's actually pretty verbose. You can play against the computer, you can set them to different states, like all blocking, or they try to throw you and stuff like that. There's there's a 100% of practice mode. It even puts all of your commands on the left side of the screen. I was just saying it makes it really easy to practice with other people, too. Yeah. Oh, according to my chat, there's not even gameplay in the story. It's literally just cutscenes. Somebody told me that too. Yeah, you just like X through some stuff and it's just like a like a visual novel almost. Weird. Okay. <laughs> you get to watch some anime. Interesting. Huh. All right. What about the OST? Oh, it was good. Oh, I like the music. Music was yeah, great. it was great. It was in my head. I didn't get tired of it in all the time I played. Yeah. yeah I woke up. The there's like there's morning music singing. It sounds like cool. Place. There's music, like, they have a bunch of different music that just, I kept on being like, is that, like, is that this band? Is that this band? And it's all, like, pretty good, and, yeah, it was pretty, pretty great, pretty great. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Co, how'd you enjoy that, uh, that PSO, the PSO Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis Beta? I was gonna try to say the acronym. There we go. But I was stumbling. <laughs> What'd you think? Dude, I played it through it. Felt, it felt like old school PSO on my Dreamcast. Like the environments were kind of fun, except of course it was super next gen. Um, I I actually had a good time with it. The combat felt snappy. The dodging was pretty on point. Um, almost like no real lag or anything like that. Um, I had to turn off the stickers from other players. Thing. Oh, I was gonna um, turn that off immediately. What? Why did my? So why did I turn that off immediately? Chad didn't because explain. they can put hentai on there. 
Oh. They, they, they can basically, it's, yeah, I don't think it's very moderated, <laughs> and they can they can put some oh. things that are not good to see on what, Twitch on what, there. What game are we talking about? I <laughs> That's, again, now again, he's we, interested. We've, we've, got, we've got Zika. Nani. Sorry. Had, um, uh, sorry. We're talking about, um, we're no, talking I've always about... wanted to get into Fantasy Star, and I just didn't know. There was a <laughs> God damn it, Dan. You're getting smaller again. Uh <laughs> Here's the thing. I played enough of it to know that I was I was having a good time with it. This is the kind of thing where if this game came out and I didn't have like a bunch of other games I wanted to play, or I might just be able to get into it later. Uh, I I think I might. Like the combat was cool. There was clearly a farming element. Um, the multi class stuff is pretty fun. Uh, it was it was very Japanese, which is exactly like the yes. old one was, and it was um it was it was very MMOy, which the old one was as well. Uh, which makes sense, even though it is kind of like a smaller. It's not. It's not a super MMO thing. I think the most players you can be playing with at a time is like thirty-two or something. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it feels in terms of gameplay kind of very standard MMOe with the quests and the way that it functions and things like that. And I mean, it was good, dude. It was good. If I if I have time, I'm probably going to jump in and just kind of mess around and see where it goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, of course, I, I made a mech. You kidding me? Of course, I did. <laughs> I I should show. Uh, so that was Ko's mech. Let me. Uh, oh God! <laughs> uh, my uh, mech, perhaps said in quotations, uh, is maybe the best way to discuss this character. Uh, I just have to pull up footage of it real quick. It it uh, that character creator can do some things. I guess is what we'll say. We get to pop up Julia's too if you've got that. <laughs> I mean, in in a lot of ways, I had Julia's character as the base for mine. Um, so I'm also a mech. I'm actually the same exact starting um, class as Co. I just made my shoulders the biggest they could be, my wrists the big, sorry, forearms the biggest they could be, and my hands the smallest they could be. Uh, <laughs> I also <laughs> took the hair. Some big old physics on that di- uh, <laughs> hair. Also, Took the dick haircut <laughs> because, like, why? Why does that? Why is that? Even... Japan, JP. Japan. <laughs> have you not seen the guys that ride around on those crazy motorcycles? I have, and their hair, hair looks, looks better like... than this. It doesn't jiggle. <laughs> it doesn't jiggle like the motorcycle game. Why are you guys laughing at this so much? I don't. I don't get it. It's just absurd. It's just absurd. It's an interesting game. Uh, I, I'm right there with Co. Like uh, after speaking with my chat and kind of understanding what this game is, it, and it's a grinding game. It's a game where you log in and and just grind for hours mm-hmm. on hours on on end. Um, or you can stand next to people with your penis head and uh, see how long it takes for them to get the fuck away from you. That's also a thing you can do. <laughs> Um, everyone finds their fun one way or the other um the tutorial or like the the yeah so are you gonna do that that raid (laughs) i'm trying to talk here can you please stop it yes that's accurate yes um yeah i I think uh co did you complete like so there's like the main story tutorial which took like an hour did you do all the other tutorial stuff okay I didn't do much at all. Yeah, honestly. Same. I think I think I played it for like an hour before I had to go. I played enough to be like, I've I've done the combat. I've ran around the world a little bit. I got a, a relatively basic grasp of what this game is going to be. Cool. Like this is that's what I wanted to do in this beta. I didn't really want to like exhaust content or farm or 
or do anything like that. I'd, I'd, if anything, I'd probably want, because I think this is like the first part of the actual game. So I, I didn't want to do too much of that anyway, if I'm, if I decided I was going to play it. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just like got a little bit of a taste for it. That was about it. Yeah. I was, I was going to do the game a disservice and just like not show any combat. So here's a little bit of what the, the actual combat looks like. Uh, you were a fighter. Yeah. I played a fighter. I, I played a fighter with a secondary class hunter, someone with guns. I, I had a gun. Uh, and I much preferred the ranged style combat um, than the like melee combat that that was here. Um, what did what did you end up playing? Were you ranged as well? Uh, hunter, big sword okay. guy. Oh, you yeah, played, played the sword, big sword guy. guy. How'd you like the melee mm-hmm. combat of that? For me, it just it was pretty good. Yeah, a, a lot of dodging around. It was it was like a it was like a, a quick action RPG style game, which was kind of cool. Um, not too deep or anything like that, but at the same time, I, I had a good time with it. I think I might try a range class next time too. Yeah. Just because it a lot of times the enemies seem to like dramatically move in like large directions. So I feel like you'd probably get a lot more done with the range class or you're just gonna be gonna be chasing them the whole time. Yeah. Um yeah, it was good. It was fun. Yeah. Someone's asking, is combat good on controller? I played mouse and keyboard, but I was also told that uh most melee players use a controller because it just feels better. Um, I think I played a controller and it felt pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I also was told by a lot of the hardcore players that were in my chat that most people in this game that play uh, the the hours required to kind of get into the end game for this are leveling up every class because you get like the 1% damage boost from having another class leveled for whatever reason. So you'll eventually play everything uh, if you want to go the distance with the game. But yeah, this comes out, uh, I think they announced like, I think this comes out like june the 11th or some shit like right there at the very start of all the craziness um so we'll see um i don't it, it's free to play i think so there's no purchase uh at least to get into it it definitely does have in-game microtransactions most of it i think if not all of it is cosmetic um so you don't have to worry too much about that um but yeah did you did you do any of the gambling they gave you some credits to fuck around with and do the like in game I say gambling, but that definitely puts a negative connotation to it. The loot boxes in game for any of the cosmetic stuff. Uh they gave you like twenty thousand credits to do some box pulls to get some cosmetic things in game. Didn't know any of that, no. It was like a, emotes and different armors and stuff. Not not in game armor, but like cosmetic armor. Yeah. So, yeah, cosmetic armor. Yeah, yeah. It's all in there. So yeah. That's uh Fantasy Star Online Two, New Genesis was the name. We skipped over it in the news. Uh, did you happen to see any of that New World uh, cash shop drama that happened? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 That's a... Uh... It... Yeah. I don't... <laughs> it... Was it eventually nothing? It was just... No, were... no. It was it's something? Definitely, it's definitely something. Okay. It's... it's, it's... Like the thing is, is, is they basically said that there was going to be like convenient stuff you could spend your money on. And then the internet erupted with, what are you thinking? And then they replied to a tweet and were basically like, oh, well, don't worry. You can't get it on release. Yeah. Like, that's okay, what I saw. Can you get it? And yeah. and it's just like, you know, the idea about making like rested experience, something you have to pay for. And, you know, there, then, then there's the whole thing that comes into play where it's like they're talking about being able to buy and sell cosmetics in a PvP game. 
And cosmetics are not a huge deal in a single player game, but cosmetics can be a big deal if they give you like, like what if they sell like some kind of all black pirate outfit, you know? And it's like, all of a sudden these guys are sneaking through the bushes easier. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's really unfortunate also because this game was going to come out last year and we didn't hear anything about a cash shop like a month before it was about to release. Instead, we got a, we're going to delay the game and make it better for half a year. And then here we are coming up on the release again. And all of a sudden it's like, Hey, cash shop. It's like, weren't you going to release without like, what, what is, what happened? Um, so it's just, it, it's, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's strange. And the thing is, is this, this, this project is already kind of rife with uncertainty and the way they're doing this is just definitely stoking that fire. Yeah. And it's not a good fire to have. Yeah. It's not a good fire to have, especially when your game's not released. Right. Like, and your studio has not the best track record, especially lately. Yeah. I mean, your Lord of the Rings thing got swiped out from under you. Your last actual major release is one of the only unreleases in history. Um, like there's, there's, there, there's a, there's definitely a track record thing here. Um, and then of course it's from, you know, big Papa Amazon, which doesn't exactly have the best consumer trust going on right now. And then they're talking about like a cash shop that does convenient stuff in an end game PVP game. So I don't know, man, just a whole lot of, a whole lot of red flags, yeah. a lot of red flags right now. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's not going to, it you know, that it's going to be DOA or anything, but it, it, it's a lot of people are paying attention to those flags. Yeah, I feel like if, if any, if there's any genre of uh, gamers that pay attention to that, MMO gamers are like first and foremost the ones that will uh, yeah. pay attention to that and, and in a lot of ways tell the, <laughs> tell the devs what they're doing is wrong. Right. Like they're, they're, they've got years of that <laughs> ingrained into their being as, uh, as gamers. So, and yeah, by the way, MMOs, I, I, like, cause for them, MMOs, they literally want you to put years of your life into this game. Right. And if you have these like things where people can get advantage over you, it doesn't, doesn't feel good. Um, if you're being loyal and paying every month your subscription fee and you're actively, uh, participating, but then someone gets an advantage because they pay a little bit more money. Just doesn't feel good to you. Yep. Not yep. not only sure. that. Um, a a big streamer on Twitch that does MMOs. His name is Asmongold. He put up a a large tweet about his feelings on this stuff. And one of the things he said, and there was a great point where he was saying like they're already teasing putting in ways for players to spend money on pay to convenience things. And you'd, you'd have to basically be a little crazy to think that they're not then going to be doing things to the base game to make it not as engaging so players are more inclined to spend money in that cash store, which is exactly what I was saying about the Assassin's Creed stuff back in the day yeah. and, and the Deus Ex stuff, where it's like, if they, put, if they give the player options to spend money, they're going to do things to the game to influence the player in spending that money. If they made the entire game amazingly fun to play and level up, then why would anyone want to speed through it? You know, but if they just put a whole bunch of generic ass quests in there and they make the they make it, you know, really boring and slow, then people are gonna go, ah, I guess I could drop a few bucks to get an experience potion. You know, like it's that, it's that kind of thing. Like if they're if they're not if the game's not even out 
and they're already thinking of ways to have people pay to skip that content, that's not a good sign about the game. You know, that's not a good sign. Because that means that the game is being designed with that kind of stuff in mind. Um, it's, just, it's just not good. Yeah, as someone just said in chat, great, great thing, Groove. Create the problem to sell you the fix. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's, that's, that's video like games some, in a nutshell. That's, that's fucking <laughs> mafia fucking tactics. It's like, create a problem, only I can fucking solve it for you. It's like the dude walks hey. up to your door and he just he hey. looks you in the eye as he smashes your window. Hey, need someone to fix that for you? Guy. I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's it's funny that's the the second mafia reference uh as it pertains to an mmo that i've heard in the past 24 hours as world of warcraft took their servers down and promised 13 days uh of pre-patch for the burning crusade and it was just down for the entire day yesterday so now it's 12 days uh to prepare for the burning crusade because you couldn't access oh. the servers I don't know if they're up now and working. Uh, I, I didn't see the last update on that, but as of like last night at, at 12.01 Pacific, the servers were not live. I don't know where they're at at the moment. Uh, Chad is saying they are. So they went live at 4 a.m. this morning. Jesus. That's okay. Any news of Ashes that's of Creation? That's early. Not really. Yeah, they, they pushed back Ashes of Creation, but I mean, to that's, July, that's all they really did. I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, and honestly, I mean, these days, especially with as much going on with everyone else, like if they didn't have full confidence in that coming out, then that's fine. Push it back. Like, I think, I think every, nobody wants half baked shit. Yeah. Ashes of Creation has been in development for so long, dude. The last thing they need is some kind of messed up buggy early look at the game after it's been in dev this long. Um, so yeah, they do whatever they got to do, man. People in chat are saying they moved it because of wow. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, you know, like, I guess that's another good reason. Even then, if that gives them more time to polish and make sure, you know, it works well. So, yeah. But yeah, that's, you know, the thing. It is. Dan, have any, what? are any of you planning on playing Elite Odyssey? No, I watched that trailer yesterday. First person thing. Yeah. yeah. Barry uh, <laughs> is a huge Elite fan. I watched that trailer yesterday and was just like, I didn't, I don't. It looks odd. I don't know. The PvP looked a little bit weird. The FPS uh, aspect of it looked fine. It looks serviceable for a game where that's not like the main focus in a lot of ways. Um, it, it's hard for me to dist distinguish that game from like Star Citizen in appearance only, not because of I think that they're the same game, etc. But like I see that game and it just looks like Star Citizen to me. Uh, which immediately turns me off, which is an unfair comparison, 100%. And I know we'll uh, collect the ire of Elite <laughs> Dangerous fans all over the place, but it just is what it is. So I will not be checking out. Dan, Zeke, are you guys big Elite Dangerous closet fans? Not personally. Yeah, I didn't. Not necessarily something that... We've never really had a uh, a guest be super into. That. I guess uh, DJ Knight is super into that. DJ Knight, I was yeah. gonna say we should we should see mm -hmm. after after the game's been out and cooked for a little bit. We should bring DJ Knight back in and, and yeah. give us the lowdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super into it. Anyways, we're over. We gotta do some shoutouts. Dan, thanks so much. Uh, Dan, for they went on. fast. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of we took some time with that uh, that Twitch news for sure. Uh, Dan, do some shoutouts. Do you remember how to do these? It's been a while. Used to do them every week, uh, sometimes twice a week. 
I shout out your channels, right? Is that how it works? Yes. Uh, you disregard yes. your channel and uh, to only talk about us. That's what the contract yep. said. You signed it. Be careful. I will turn ads off on your channel. Damn it. You're right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Dan's Gaming Friday streamer on Twitch. Um, thanks for having me on the show. It was super fun. I love coming on and talking with these lovely gentlemen on the show. Um, and I'm a variety streamer. I'm currently playing. I just finished uh, Subnautica. I'll be moving on to a new game uh, later today. I'm hovering between Mass Effect Legendary Edition and Days Gone PC port. I'm not sure which I'll be doing. Uh, I'll be deciding soon, but one of those two. And again, thank you for having me on the show. And I love uh, coming on Drop Frames and hope to stop by again sometime. Awesome stuff. Thanks for being here. Zeke, do some shout outs. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you guys for watching. Thank you to Dan for being uh, being the man, Dan Sebastian Gaming or uh, Sully. Dan Sully Gaming. That's it. That's, that's the one. <laughs> for being on the show, man. It's always, it's, it's, it's been too long, man. I miss you. I miss you. Uh, Thank you, as always, to Co and JP for being co-hosts on this wonderful show that we got. My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, if you want to check me out, I'll be on tomorrow uh, playing Demon Souls, finishing it up. Uh, then over the next couple of days, going to be. Uh, I'm just. I'm excited. I, I, I'm loving this game. Uh, once we finish that, we'll we'll check out Astrobot for a little bit and then uh we'll jump into resident evil 4 and then eventually resident evil 8 someday so uh that's what's coming up and next week next sunday next time or no excuse me next time we do drop frames next wednesday we're gonna talk indie games we're not i'm, I'm just gonna bust in with indies i got a whole bunch i want to talk about i'm not gonna let anyone say shit <laughs> that's all i got thanks go Side note, I won't be here next week, uh, as Zeke is going to be. <laughs> uh, as always, a big thank you to JP and Zeke, and a special thank you to my NC buddy, Dan. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, today. Thank you for the great discussion, as always. My name is Ko. Hi, I am currently playing Days Gone PC. We're going to be doing some more of that tonight, and probably tomorrow morning as well. This Friday, we've got Bio Mutant. We're going to be taking a special early look at that game. Very much hoping it's good. I've heard some very good things, so we'll see how that goes. As we move into the rest of this month and next month, we've got a ton of new games coming, so I very much hope you join us. Twitch.tv slash Kukarna starting every day at 8 a.m., and as always, thank you for watching. Cool, cool. That will do it. I uh, don't have a guest lined up for next week. Just uh, pay attention on Twitter. Twitter.com slash drop frames. We'll uh, definitely announce someone uh, as soon as we lock them in. Co? Are you... Oh, I th you usually do that when you have something to say. You're just dancing. Is that your new move? Your new dance move? It is. Okay. Very well done. Very well done. Dan, what do you give that out of 10? Just dance. Mm, I give it a 6 out of 9. Nice. 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 See you guys next week. Have a good one.